G'day and welcome to On The Esky, an Australian sports podcast where we like to wrap up the week that was in sport. Have a few Brendan Bevolas, if you will, and talk a little bit of dribble, a little bit of uh, how to cheat at chess, if you want to check out the last episode to yeah. listen to that absolute dribble. <laughs> <laughs> this week's show, we are currently watching uh, day two of the Adelaide Test Australia take on the West Indies. Uh, the Windies... Surprise a few by taking it to day five. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. England, Pakistan playing uh, an, an almighty first test there at Ralpindi. Uh, the second test just underway now. World Cup. Socceroo. So close. So close. So close, but so far. Uh, one keeping blunder and one great save from Argentina's keeper at the death. Um, and the Socceroos have gone packing, but I'm proud of the boys. I'm wearing I'm wearing my jersey, <laughs> as per last episode, as per myself at 7:30 a.m. Uh, at the Kings Cross Hotel Sunday morning, if you will. Right. The NFL is into week 14, week 14, I believe. Um, playoff picture really starting to take shape. NBA uh, about a quarter of the way through the year. Bit of fight news: UFC 282. Uh, is going to occur Sunday, our time, Saturday night over there. Um, that's about it in terms of what will be discussed. Please remember we have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you like, uh, or if you're an absolute nuffy, just listen to the whole damn thing. We do have a few social medias, so check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I don't think Twitter gets much of a run, but maybe the other two. Uh, 20% <laughs> off. Uh, you can use the code ESKY, E-S-K-Y, at the Carlton Draft, D-R-A-F-T. They do good stickers, good merch, good gear, like talking about how hot <laughs> Took Miller is. Uh, he's <laughs> objectively hot. Boys, we'd yeah. like to start off this show by shouting a beer to commend excellent work in the sporting world. Sean, I'm going to pass it to you. Mm-hmm. How was your week and who would you like to shout a beer this week? Uh, very, very good, the week that was. Uh, and there's a new head coach in Colorado. Mm. Unfortunately, mm. not for the Denver Broncos. Mm. Um, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Uh, yet. <laughs> maybe you can, The maybe, worst day of your life so far. Yeah, maybe you can go up the road in, in the not-too-distant future. But we're talking about Deion Sanders moving mm. across from Jackson State after winning their second mm. title back-to-back. Mm. Uh, he's going to Colorado, to the Buffs. Um, which puts him in the Pac-12. So I guess I'm moving up the divisions uh, of the coaching ranks in uh, the college football, that is. Uh, the main thing, his son will be the QB. He was the QB the last two years at Jackson State as well and uh, dominated. So uh, I guess for him to push his legitimacy for towards a, a draft pick, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting into the Pac-12 is a great spot to be. Uh, great first, I guess, press conference, really put everyone on notice um, uh, that was currently there for Col- in the Colorado system. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what Dion does uh, as a head coach in a you know one of the bigger leagues uh, in college football. Colorado got dicked this year, did they not? So uh, obviously going to be quite difficult mm-hmm. to yeah, go in there and, and compete with the likes of USC and Oregon. Uh, yep. They're always very good, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a div- it's good get, good division get. one. Big score, so yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I think the, you know, they initially uh, they had twenty commits for next year, and I think they've lost six of those. But uh, you know, he's now starting the recruitment um, process, uh, which kind of ends up being backwards. It's not like you go, you know, you're trying to get high school kids. You're now kind of promoting the school and yourself to mm. get them to come to you. So we'll have to see how it all plays out. But 
uh, reports, his coaching staff might have some heavy NFL talent on it. Mike Zimmer potentially joining mm. his coaching staff, which, yeah. is, which is a big name, a long-time Vikings coach. So, mm. yeah. yeah, it's it's will be interesting times in in Colorado, and especially considering how bad Denver's done this year, um, it's kind of a bit of renewed hope in the in the state. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, what's the son's name? Uh, do you know? Uh, it's not Leon. Is that with L? Dion, son of Leon. Leon, son of Dion. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> it was something like that. Uh, we're, we're about to find out. Uh, for those listeners that aren't that aware of NFL chat, obviously we love our American football here. Uh, Dion Sanders, one of the best defensive backs ever to play in the NFL, and uh, one of the few people in in history to be a multi-sport athlete. Yeah, I think he's the only person to score a touchdown and, and a home, home run, run in the same week. I believe that is true. What's uh, his name? Chaudeur? It's Chowder. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I said that right. Uh, Chaudeur. Chaudeur. S-H-E-D-E-U-R. Yeah. Something along those lines. Let How us, old? Let us know. Going uh, 20 years old. 20 years old. Uh... Yeah, February seventh. Yeah, there you go. That's still pretty young. Pedigree, it's considering the the, yeah. the one of the finalists in the Heisman Trophy is twenty five. And yes. yeah, what's going on with that? Uh, old as fuck. Well, I think it's eligibility, and they got extra mm, years through, through COVID, mm, etc. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, it's, like it's not quite as old as uh, Brandon us. Whedon, who was twenty eight, <laughs> I think, when he came out. Yeah, true. yeah, Brandon Whedon. Mm. You're telling me there's still a chance? No, there is no <laughs> chances. <laughs> Not for us. For, for, for us, for the moment we came out of the womb, there was no chance. That's why we're doing this podcasting uh, stuff. Try, trying. Trying, yeah. Not very well. Monks, how was your week? Um, and who would you like to shout a beer? Yeah, similar. Again, week was pretty good. Um, glad it's Friday heading into the weekend. Mm. Bit of a relaxing weekend. Um, yeah, so for this week, I am going to shout uh, Tim Zhu, a 15 Fathoms Black IPA from Jervis Bay Brewing Company. Mm. Um, What's the percentage on that? Uh, 6%. Good luck to you. Yeah, I might pass out halfway through the podcast, <laughs> just, like a, just like a lot of our listeners do. <laughs> <laughs> halfway through, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Make it halfway through. Yeah. Friday night dribble, it's all good. Yeah, Friday night yeah dribble, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, Tim Zhu. So he's finally getting his shot for a... Championship belt. Yeah. Um, so he's heading up against uh, Jamel Charlo um, in Las Vegas on the 28th of January. Um, so he he travelled across to the US um, this weekend, I think, to start his fight camp, climatise to the bit US. Bit of promotion, I think, as well for this. Mm. Yeah, mm. a bit of promotion. Um, yeah, today he was at SoFi Stadium. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. He got a jersey off Cooper Cup. Um, so he's on the field on the sideline there, I guess. And he said that... Um, he wants to bring a fight to SoFi Stadium, so Jeez. he reckons he hasn't in there. He reckon he could pack it. I reckon he in. would. I reckon he would. There, there's one name that you'd call out to to pack a stadium. Canelo um, Alvarez. That might be it. That might be it. So <laughs> it's the one that came to mind. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose. I mean, obviously, got to get through this fight first. But mm. um, mm. yeah, interesting to see what happens. He's um he's also got in some heavyweights to help help him train mm. um his fight camp. So. Going up against um, bigger blokes, um, hopefully put a bit more power be- behind his punches and yeah. And, and to confirm, uh, Charlo is the undisputed light uh, middleweight world champion. So yeah. he's got all, all, all the belts, all the belts, all the belts. So right. I assume this fight would be 
put all the belts. I don't think you can pick and choose which one you put on the line. I think it's all of them. Yeah, fucked if I know in yeah, boxing. Know. Uh, but, but that's massive for, for Australian boxing, isn't it? Yeah, he's mm. 35 and 1 with one draw, which was his last, well, second last fight. And he knocked out the dude in the rematch. That's about to be 35, 1 and 1. Mm. Yep. Kim Tzu. Let's get around him. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, January 28th. Let's uh, go. Don't know if I shout him a beer now or after he fight, wins the fight. Uh, January 28th, nearly two months away. He can have probably his last beer his last and beer. then into camp. Yeah. And then you can shout him, shout him January 29th. <laughs> it's, it's a big moment for Australian boxing. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So when did his dad win his first fight? Uh, no. uh, the first fight or oh, first, first world belt? First belt would 90s. have been like mid-90s. Yeah. 1995. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get the calculator yeah. out. Quick Typical mouth. accountant. Yeah, yeah, at least it's not a spreadsheet. So. Yeah, yeah. I would have, I would have done it quicker on a spreadsheet. <laughs> uh, rough, roughly the same age um, as, his old, as his old man. I think a few when years older um, than mm. his old man when his when Kostya got his first belt. But yeah, sort of hitting hitting his straps at the right time. Let's go, Tim Sue. Mm. What about you, Peppy? Who are you shouting a beer out to? The Aussies, we beat Argentina. <laughs> we knocked him out of the World Cup. Bye-bye, Messi. <laughs> Bye-bye, Blue and White. I am talking, of course, about the softball World Cup. Men's softball, of course, <laughs> with respect. Uh, the Aussie Steelers beat Argentina, knocked him out last weekend, uh, and then go through to beat Canada to win the World Men's Softball World Cup. So, ta-ta for now, Messi, and you <laughs> blue and white striped wankers. <laughs> we'll see you in 2026. And also, kudos to the Australia Steelers who uh, who did become mm-hmm. world champions of softball. Yeah, definitely. And fuck Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> With respect. <laughs> With all due respect. With respect. <laughs> oh. All right, boys, we like to hand uh, out a mop of the week. Uh, it's kind of the opposite. Uh, you know, it's like a, a an evil twin, if you will, of, of the of the shatter beer. Uh, you know, the polar inverse, the yin to the yang, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's for a guy that, uh, you know, it's been on our radar for quite some time. We are talking about Dan Snyder this week. Mm. Sean, do you want to run us through roughly what's been going on? Yes, and uh, I think... Well, I might even flip it over to James in a second to do the statements, but uh, ESPN, I think, has got their hands on the report from the findings from the initial investigation, which has spent the last 14 months, mm. um, uh, to go through from all the toxic work culture to mm. start with. Mm. And uh, I think, do you have their, their key kind of statement there that they've said? Uh, it's pretty long. There's, there's, a little, there's a lot of words here. Um Keep going and I'll find it. <laughs> well, what was the thing you sent today? You find that... Uh, uh, Dan, Dan Snyder. So as, as, as per Adam Schefter, our number one correspondent for all things NFL <laughs> mm-hmm. and most of the world's, Washington Commanders owner Daniel Snyder permitted and participated in the team's long-time toxic work culture and obstructed 14-month congressional inquiry by dodging a subpoena, mm-hmm. dodgeball, the five Ds of dodgeball, Working to dissuade and intimidate, that's that's problematic, witnesses from cooperating Mm -hmm. and claiming more than a hundred times in testimony that he could not recall answers to basic questions, CTE. (laughs) According to the final report of the US House of Representatives, it seems like he's in Mm. trouble. 
Oh, big time. And which what I thought was interesting, there was no mention of uh, any of the financial stuff, any of the fraud that they've been accused yeah. of in the yeah. last year as yeah. well. Yeah, sweep that under the rug. Yeah. Well, I think that – so this was a congressional hearing for all the stuff prior, prior. to so, so I think they So they've now kind of got a bit of a resolution on that as in he's not helping his case at all. Mm. Um, mm. And then we've got all the, the, the fraud stuff coming as well. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I think you said it best today. It's looking uh, very, um, you know, not not you're not going to see any future with there. It's bye bye Snyder. He's going he's going out and the door. Yes. So yeah, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. Bye 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 bye. So, uh, so the sale they're up for sale. I did see though yes. that they were asking like eight billion dollars, um, which would be smash the. Well, I think it's what do the Broncos go for? Four point something. So four point five. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's wow. crazy money. Like it, it, I think it's uh, overvalued Overs. by a couple a couple billion. It is. It's a massive market. People. Washington think, is a huge market. It's yeah. probably it's probably the biggest market of the NFL. It's it's. Oh, that's a stretch. Well, you if a maybe LA, but you've got two teams kind of sharing it. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's it's a huge. It's it's a it's a massive market. Yeah, so. indeed. So yeah, maybe they'll do some decent statues and rename the team to something decent after they <laughs> after they uh, get sold. Commanders is all right, <laughs> but uh, yes. So I think there's a lot of writing on the wall, and hopefully for those victims that were affected by this, they'll get some closure mm-hmm. and get some result out of this because it looks like the legal process has kind of seen the the shenanigans of Snyder. I'm gonna hopefully pin him down and uh, get a result. Very hard to do mm. of a billionaire, though. Yeah, yeah. They tend to go down uh, with difficulty. Yeah. Yeah, or or he might go down and then get $8 billion <laughs> as, as a nice check to yeah, his sales. <laughs> that's not on, is it? <laughs> going to be interesting to see how this pans out. Obviously, the writing yeah. has been on the wall for those that follow the NFL. Uh, this has been going on oh, for a few years, really. So, yeah. so yeah, I guess he gets a mop for being a shitbloke. So. Yep, yeah. <laughs> I think it's bad. I don't know. I don't want to generalise, but it probably comes with the tag of being a billionaire. Like, <laughs> I think it's a prerequisite. It probably, like, you have to put that in your resume. Yeah. There's no in-betweens. It's either, either like, you do all the philanthropy and you spend all your money helping people or you're an absolute asshole. So. I'd love to be proved wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything to add? Um, no, not really. I think, I think it probably just goes back to, like, obviously Snyder's done a ton of work over the last 12 months to put try and put the blame on everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people. Vice President, mm. um, John Gruden as well. Well, he was talking about blackmailing all up. the other owners, you know, a couple of months yeah. ago, mm-hmm. saying, you're not going to get me out. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take the shit down <laughs> with me. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> not in verbatim, but essentially that was a sentiment. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, yeah, but it sounds like they've got, and I think we mentioned it, it sounds like they've now got enough smoking guns that it, mm. it doesn't matter anymore. So we'll see, yep. you, see him out. See it, Dan. Be interesting to see what what the commanders sell for. It's uh, it's going to be the an NFL record, you'd think. Yeah, I think it, it definitely should break the NFL record. And yeah. um, that Chelsea deal, which still hasn't happened yet, they're kind of, I guess, competing for the most money for mm. uh, a sports franchise being sold. Mm. Crazy. All right, let's bring it back to Australia. We are currently watching the second day of the Adelaide Test, the pink ball test between the Australia, the Australian Test team and the West Indies. Monks, take it away. As expected, uh, the first test does go to the Aussies, although a little bit more difficulty perhaps than we had expected. I 
I think I'm on on camera on the internet saying something along the lines of we'll finish in two and a half days. <laughs> in two and a half days. So so kudos to the West Indians for for putting up uh, a reasonable fight. Um, really struggled to take wickets. That was their their main problem. Yeah, I, well, I think for both teams they kind of struggled a little bit mm. on, on the. On the pitch in Perth, where I don't think it was like uh, a highway or a road, but maybe a walkway. Um, it was it was good enough for that. There was enough there for all the batters. Reasonable curb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was enough for all the batters to get something um, <laughs> off that pitch, and mm. you know the the quality of the top order of the West Indies scored well. But as soon as you got through those blokes, they crumbled, and we got got them out, got them done, and. Um, yeah, I think we won by two hundred and something. Uh, final final tally was about two hundred. Uh, Plus to us handedly. for the victory, so handedly, handedly victory there. But uh, it was a good result. Probably the biggest. One hundred sixty-four runs. One sixty-four. Yep. But probably the the worst thing to come out of that is poor Paddy Cummins with a quad injury. I yeah, believe. Uh, yeah. yeah. Quad strain. I think it's it's a little bit of soreness, a little bit of yeah. let's rest him up and make sure he's good yep. uh, for for Brisbane against the Saffirs. Um, I think he's okay, old blue eyes. Yeah, yeah, I've, I agree. I've, uh, I think you've hit it on nail on the head. Rest him up, get him ready for uh, South Africa when he goes come, when they come down. Because I think we talked about this. This is kind of the warm up matches. Yeah, essentially, get in some some batting practice, um, which a lot of them have have been getting, especially Australian top order. Yeah, speaking of batting practice, <laughs> minus Labuschagne, the great man. Courtesy of Carlton Draft, you can get great stickers like that at the Carlton Draft D R A F T. He he made three hundred and eight runs in this in this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a nice Instagram post in the sheds. The lads having a beer. Him, Alex Carey, Cam Green. Three hundred and eight runs between us. Lol. Uh, because Cam Green and Alex Carey didn't get a bat in this one because the West Indies <laughs> I think took six wickets in the test. Yep. Something along those lines. Um, an absolute masterclass. Yes, four plus two. Quick maths is six. Um, just absolute masterclass there from Marn. Smudge as well, cashing in uh, with 200 knot. And poor Travis Head, 99, uh, mm. didn't quite get there. He got skittled by Craig Braithwaite, uh, 598 for the Aussies in the first innings. Uh, boys, let's talk about Craig Braithwaite. Mm-hmm. He, he, he looks good. I saw uh, during the week the last 11 test tons from a West Indian opener have been from Craig Braithwaite. Yeah, yeah. So he needs a running mate. He needs he someone to go with him. Is it going to be young Chanderpaul? I, I, from what we've seen, I think so. He's, been, mm. he's had a pretty good um, summer so far out here in Australia, uh, run-wise. So, like, he's done pretty well against the Australian quicks <coughs> to get a 50 in that. And what, what Didn't look out of place. I think, no. I think he, he, he made a reasonable score in, in, the, in the second innings as well. well yeah, I, I think, you know, that's... Maybe something you hang your hat hat on a little bit. Um, mm. is forty-five, yeah. Another forty-five. Saw a lot of rocks. Yeah. So, I think the big issue is outside of those two, they um they got through the rest of the squad uh, fairly easily. Yeah, their middle order is struggling, and and that bowling attack, unfortunately, down here on a few curbs, not highways, but a uh, uh, footpath. Um, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, I agree. The form that that Marn and Smudge and the like are in. Um, yeah, they, they they could score a lot of runs. You see, yesterday, uh, we'll jump into the second test. Mm-hmm. Um, at one stage, Australia, uh, through, through three innings, was nine for a 1,000. Yep. Pretty handy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's 
pretty <laughs> handy. <laughs> yeah, and I think the main thing you got to remember, like we're playing here in Australia, not in Pakistan, so. Uh, yeah. so, so if we're in Pakistan, we're nine for five thousand. <laughs> yes, if we're playing, giving their decks in, in, in or yeah. decks at the even. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment. I said it in a Kiwi yeah, accent. Yeah, I was yeah, the yeah. Kiwis. I'm a dick. Sure, sure. Let's go have a beer on the dicks. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, so Let's the main, I guess, following on from that uh, mm. Cummins injury, uh, Steve Smith is the captain for this test match. Mm. Uh, Bolin and was Nessa in as well? Yeah, Nessa in Hazelwood also saw. Oh, okay. So resting up some of the quicks, get some of the other guys. Um, so I guess first class uh, uh, game time here against uh, the West Indies Mate, squad. Scott Bolin, he's a net bowler. He, he just goes around and just bowls in the nets. Well, he needs, he, to, get, he needs to get some wickets to keep his average down. <laughs> yeah, currently at 9.9. <laughs> England, six for seven. Thanks for coming. Ah, Scott Boland, he's back. Yes. That means and Scott Boland memes as well. Yeah, That's well, it's in Adelaide and Cummins' uh, second year in a row will miss. Uh, yeah, Adelaide, yeah. Adelaide. He was in a restaurant at the same time as someone that had COVID last year. Yeah. The world changed a lot mm. in 12 months, does it not? Uh, boys, a lot of the speculation, a lot of the talking points leading into this one was the David Warner ban. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think it jumped up in the forefront with the whole uh, Cummins is going to miss out and this Mudge, of course, is coming yeah, back yeah. for a second time to be mm-hmm. a captain in two years, going mm. for a replacement, like being in a leadership position, as we will. Mm. Um, and I think also with the way the – it's not really a trial. What was it? It's a, whatever the hearing was they were doing for his um, – you know, to try and revoke his ban. Is it an appeal? Yeah, appeal. Yeah, it some sort of appeal process. Uh, that they were going to make public a lot of the findings and that's kind of why he's backed out of it and said, mm. you know, I'm probably doing the solid and not trying to throw a heap more people yeah, under the, the bus. bus. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. bus. He's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm – ha- you know, I'm not happy to have taken – what was it, the lynching and the, the all the, the public – uh, disc, you know, discord and, uh, you know, yeah. the hate from all of that. But uh, it is what it is and he, I guess he's, he's moving on from that. But I've, it's really sort of a tough situation for him and his family mm. have gone through to, I guess, be the focus of cheating in major Australian sport. You never um, want families to, to be brought into it. However, if you're in the public eye, it's – I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, condo- no, no, I'm not no. condoning, but, you know – And his missus is also is, you know, an in, athlete in the, as well. In the public, yeah, in the public so eye. She had and, a word to and, say. And, and outspoken. Um, and this is coming from someone that 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 thinks that David Warner was absolutely scapegoated out of, out of this whole whole saga. And, yep. and the timing is, is precarious as well. Mm-hmm. The fact that mm-hmm. leading into – a South African series down under that that all of this has has come to a foot is um is a little strange. I think a little bit of the wording might have been somewhat on mm. the nose. Lynching is a strong word. Yeah, well, James, you trauma trauma is a strong word. You they're, have they're, some of the some of his quote. Um, it was like an eight, it was like an eight hundred word. Yeah, I don't need the whole Instagram Stone Stone post. But do you, but you got anything uh, key there you want to pull out for us? Um, yeah, no, you, you hit down nail on the head. He um, okay, so here's one quote. Uh, so it appears that the panel has given no more than passing consideration to issues of player welfare and the interest of Australian cricket and instead is determined to conduct a public lynching. The first part of that statement I'd agree with. I don't think the, the board has, has done much for those players mm. afterwards. But, yeah, li- li- I don't know, lynching is a strong word. Mm. Well, it leads you to think, like, what, how was this process actually going to come uh fall out then like who, yeah how, what were they well I, I think he was just hoping that the, the appeal would just yeah. like overturn my ban at least allow me to potentially 
uh, have hold a leadership position yeah. at some point. Like it, but I think they're digging up all the other history and all the oh, other stuff behind dude, it. Dude, M&M, yeah. skeletons, closet, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. hey mama. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, but that's it's, what I mean. Public lynching sort of means like this is going to be a public sort of out in front of the camera sort of thing. Which, yeah. is, which is the reason he pulled out of it. He, well, yeah. he's like, which I don't want to follow through this anymore because mm, it sounds yeah. like you're going to air all the dirty laundry, which mm. if you believe his management from today was saying... Yeah, he's quite outspoken, that bloke, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, well, kind of saying that, um, you know, key figures of Cricket Australia and executives, guys in the in the change rooms leading up to that were part of that decision. Mm. Uh, and kind of pushing for it as well. Uh, mm. The way it's kind of re- – well, he's reported as, you know, David's put his hand up and said, hey, we, the only way we're winning this test match is by swinging the ball. Well, how are we going to do that? And the only way to swing the ball is we're going to have to tamper with it. And, 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 they've got, and they've given him the green light and said, yep, let's just do it. We've got to win this test match. And if so that's the case, that's a, that's a huge – that's a massive, massive statement if, if actually it's real. Well, I think yeah. it's garbage because I think they all knew. And yeah. whoever, whoever came up with the well, idea – it's, it's probably why the coach got sacked very, very quickly afterwards as well. Because mm. mm. probably a lot more people knew about it. And, you know, Smith and David Warner probably took the brunt of it as uh, What does anyone punishment. want to talk about Paul Cairn? And then Cairn Ben Number one scapegoat. Won't ever play for Australia <laughs> again probably. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all very messy, isn't it? Yeah. And a lot of the Australian media loves to sacrifice their own, don't they? True. Do we want True. to talk about cough lollies? Do we want to talk about faff? Do we want to talk about the yeah. tell-all? I will say, though, if you understand Australian sport culture, it is a bit different. Because yeah, the Australian sport has always been held to a high standard, or no punch above our weight. Always the underdog, really, you know, trying to push push it. Like cheating's not really like falls into that mantra. We're not the Russian Olympic team. Like, <laughs> it's a bit of a difference. Like, it's it's Olympic always been a different. Where's that public leaching? <laughs> yeah, it's it's always been a, a different kind of understanding with with Australian sport. It's so what do we hold ourselves to a higher standard? Well, as being a gritty underdog is kind of where we come from, and you know that's. That kind of mantra of punching by the weight no. doesn't really have cheating in it is why I get it. That's why I think the, the public really got stuck into him and um, I guess that's why the Prime Minister at the time uh, had to oh, make abhor- Yeah, a politician's <laughs> never bent the rules before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So it's <laughs> – I, I, I understand kind of probably a little bit of that um, psychology there that it's a, it mm. may be a little bit different to how some of the other sports in other nations kind of um, – hold themselves up and yeah that's that's kind of my feeling why it was a little bit different why it was blown so much out of proportion for that reason because mm. we think about it and uh, any of the other major sports has there really been anything like that for an australian team it's been the, it's been probably the biggest scandal involving an australian team mm. in my memory yeah I, I'm, I can only think of maybe the it's not the hydroplane the, the foil on the yachts when we won the you know, but that was innovation. That's not cheating. That's different, different, different. <laughs> there's levels. There's levels, and that is level one in public scrutiny. And this is level five. Yeah, but that was like forty yeah. years ago. So yeah, I, I can't really think of anything. Not a major World Cup or anything across any nah, of the sports. Of course, it's, it's, it's always been you know yeah. the underdog punch above their weight. So yeah, that's kind of that's my thoughts. So I think, unfortunately, Warner has to bear the brunt of that mm. and he will now forever be banned and not be able to take up a leadership position. Monks, any final words? Um, no, yeah, I think it's it's huge of Warner to do this. Like, he's doing it not for himself, he's doing it for the team, yep. doing it for Australian cricket, doesn't give a crap about the politics behind it all. He just, like, wants to make sure that the team 
plays good cricket and continues to play good cricket and doesn't want to be that distraction to the team. So I think, yeah, just huge props to Warner to like, like it's it's a tough pill to swallow, but take, sort of taking it on the chin and just saying, look, let's just get back to playing cricket. I, I think it's also interesting that potentially it airs that maybe there is some still dirty laundry floating around in Cricket Australia. So mm. uh, maybe some other finger pointings and um, you know, the guys that play in the team probably don't care too much about the politics side of it, but mm. there's probably a bunch of stuff happening back there that maybe they're not real happy about. Yeah, well, I mean, all the stuff with Langer and how he got, mm-hmm. I guess, luck a better word, scapegoated as well a little bit towards the end of his term. Well, I like, think him Cummins didn't really yeah. see eye to eye, unfortunately. But they are yeah. Power seems struggle, like there, power it seems like there is a lot of power struggle, a lot of politics behind the behind the scenes that we're not privy to. Mm. Um, yeah, hopefully just keep on playing good cricket. Well, I think this is you know there's probably smoke, and then this is Warner's little bit of fan to fan those flames and see what comes of it. I would say cricket and politics uh, will never be uh, free of each other. That would be my final yeah. statement on that one. Can we talk some cricket? Yeah, can, can <laughs> we talk, get, get back to put, put the actual game back on for us. I think they have they back from tea break. Oh, no, yes, yep. they are. The windies are in. Let's go. Yes. All right. Uh, we we declared just be, just before tea, so I think they got like five There's over five overs in. I think they've only just cut back. back. It's, it's it's dinner, I believe, isn't it? I said tea before. Oh no, dinner's the first break. My mistake. <laughs> Dinner and then tea. It's it's all it's all upside down in uh, in pink ball test. Yeah. Which tea is a very Victorian thing. Victorian, I believe so. As in era? No, no, no. As <laughs> as in the, as in the state. As in the, the people refer to like dinner time as, as tea time. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like uh, it's Tuesday. So come on. Tuesday. I choo choo choose you. <laughs> I'm referring to day-night day test cricket, yes, yes. Uh, not having a lunch and tea break, whichever meal that might be, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, as to having a, a dinner and a tea break. But there we go. I, I think that is there. There might be some sort of iota of truth behind that in, in that let's have tea is let's have dinner. At least it didn't, you know. Uh, divulged down into anal beads. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you listen to the last episode. Well, now you've brought it up. <laughs> oh, it's coming up number one who, who, in my search history again. Well, exactly. You know, there's no Australian teams achieving <laughs> anal beads this week, so. <laughs> okay, anal beads and tea or dinner or Tuesdays. The second test is underway. It is the 11th pink ball test uh, that Australia has been involved in, all of which in Australia, and we have a... 10 and 0 record in in uh, pink ball tests. Uh, yesterday, day one, we won the toss and we elected to bat. David Warner would have had some critics, uh, some monkeys on some backs, um, and some runs to be made. He looked very good for his 21 before blazing outside the off stump and schnicking up. I think, uh, I think Warner would probably be a bit dirty on himself that he hasn't. Oh, he missed good, it. Yeah, good score. Well, in both Test matches, he hasn't been able to put. It in. Cricket is a team game. I'm happy that my team <laughs> made 550 plus. <laughs> They're still happy they won, but you know, <laughs> at an individual yeah. level, like mm. for what we talked about as batting practice, he ha- hasn't uh, really had a chance to go on to hit a big score. Speaking of batting practice, uh, Uzi looked uh, really in his element. Uh, 62, a little bit unlucky, I thought, to the naked eye. That looked like it was going down leg. Hawkeye tend to agree it had an absolute coat of varnish, mm-hmm. an absolute bee's dick, if you will, of the mm-hmm. leg stump, but the umpire gave it out, and that's the yeah, way the DRS works. Yeah. That was rough, yeah. Mm. 
1,000 runs in 2022, most amongst Australians, uh, and third in the world behind Best Do, Best Do, Best Dow, Best Do. And 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 uh, Joe Root, uh, I do have this one here for you, boys. Thousand twenty-one runs at eighty-five for Usman Kawaja in the two thousand twenty-two calendar year. We will still have two more Test matches in the calendar year, so mm. you know, without putting the hex on the bloke, looking maybe at twelve hundred runs plus in two thousand twenty-two. Next of the Aussies, Marnus, eight hundred fifty-three and counting. I don't know if that ble- if that includes today's runs. I wouldn't say it include today's hundred. So he might be pushing nine hundred. Smudge seven one four. Cam Green four thirty five, if you don't mind, and Travis Head four one three. That's probably pushing five hundred at the moment. Yep. So not a bad year from the Aussie sticks, but uh, Usman, uh, the best of the bunch with a thousand rounds in the calendar year. There's not a heap of blokes that have done that. Mm-hmm. What about Smudgy? Yeah, he spooned one. Uh, I think fed, fed him <laughs> absolutely. Fed, fed him. dinner. Help, <laughs> help, Pac Man, Jason Holder, big hands eating, uh, eating that for dinner. Uh, big duck. A little bit of. Credit where credit's due. I think he, he bowled sort of a cross-seamer uh, and it kind of s- stuck up a little bit and Smudge just played through it way too early and absolutely spoon-fed it back to Jason Holder. I don't know if this is 100% Mayo, but I believe I heard the commentary team say that that's the first time that Stephen Smith has ever been caught and bowled by a fast bowler in Test cricket, which is pretty pretty unreal kind of record. Good luck chasing that up on Google. See? Yeah. They're not. They're not ahead of us yet. The computers. They're, I think they're not. Yeah. Good luck if you can find that. When I, th- I think about his recent form. He's probably struggled a little bit with LBWs and you know uh, throwing his wig away, um, mm. Snickers. But he, uh, yeah. what do we just say? Still has seven hundred and fourteen. Yeah, runs in a calendar year at sixty five. Oh, Horrible form. Yeah, getting two hundred against the Wednesdays helps helps you. It's interesting when a bloke finds his hands, like he's been looking for his hands, and that's 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 his words, uh, and he's averaging sixty five in a year. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I hate to see when they've been found for a few years in a row. Uh, but Smudge misses out. We, t- we talk about one missing out. Smudge missed out. Blokes that didn't miss out. Minus Labushain. The runs they keep on coming. These runs keep on turning. Uh, he had one hundred and twenty not at at uh, stumps last night. Travis Head. Uh, absolutely blasting him. He had 114 not his first test ton at the Adelaide Oval. At his, h- home? Yeah. Yeah. His, his record at the Adelaide Oval, it speaks for itself, really. He's, he's done it in white ball cricket for Australia. Uh, he's done it, obviously, for the every, Redbacks. Every and, and now he continues to do it, um, you know, here in the pink ball test. We go into day two. Uh, we were three for 330 at Stumps. Not a bad day's work. Marnus succumbs for 163. His last five test innings, if you don't mind, 104 against Sri Lanka, 32. Boring against <laughs> Sri Lanka. 204, 104 not, 163. His average in his last five innings has gone from 54 to 62. I believe he's officially the best Australian since Bradman at the moment. Adam Voges says hi. Yeah, and he's got the number one test batsman ranking, I believe, too, and he's taken over Smudge's average as well. So, yeah. It's kind of silly how good he is at the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, we're st- it's nearly video game good. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think it's oh, – I don't want to, you know, put a big jinx on, on anything, but it's probably time the Australians capitalise on the, the excellent batsman form they have and – with South Africa at home, and then we're going to go to India. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's see how we go. And 
you know, that test championship coming up. Uh, we, I believe, are still at the top of that. Yeah, um, I believe I've got, I've got a screenshot, actually. I think we're well ahead and, uh, and England beating Pakistan, I think, did us a favour yeah. as well. So, yeah. If if we can get is that that's not a calendar year it's two years isn't it Yeah it's not calendar and it's all over the place so the number of games played so for example we've played eleven we're we're currently top mm. uh, England have played twenty yep. in that time so so go figure um, South Africa so yeah South Africa is second so this series has Big. weight Big. also South Africa have won their last two series in Australia, Australia. Yeah. so so big series and like I said we. Got to capitalise on the form of the guys in their prime and scoring big runs. We hope they score it against the top uh, competition that's coming down our way. Well, one of the best bowling attacks in the world. But anyways, we are still playing the West Indies. Travis Head ends up getting run out. Poor fella for 175. His highest Bees. test score. B's dick. My dick. <laughs> other superlatives have been thrown out there. <laughs> Let's go with B. Let's yeah. go with B. Um yeah. That's, a, that's a very Australian thing too, by the way, bee's dick. A bee's dick, yes. Uh, for, for any international listeners, it means not much. Yeah. It means a few <laughs> mil. It, yeah. If you... Uh, go go find your, your nearest bee and have a look and see if you can find a bee's dick. Mm, interesting. If you're over there in America and you have to rock up to a construction site and try and work out in inches what the <laughs> smallest amount of an inch is, I don't know if you had a 164th or 128th <laughs> or whatever backward system you're rocking over there, uh, that's, what, that's what it is, the smallest unit of measurement. That's how much he got run out by. Yes. Disappointing, approaching 200 to mm. be run out by... Uh, uh, the the proverbial beast dick. Yeah, and again, both of these guys didn't really look getting out until not they kind of semi threw it away. So yeah. Oh yeah, throw it away. Can you can you throw it your wicket at hundred on hundred seventy five? Well, as uh, more like as in uh, the West Indies didn't like set you up to get no, you out. They yeah, were, they they got themselves, themselves out. Yeah, exactly. Rather than the West Indies, and I think we've seen that across both tests. The West Indies really can't buy a wicket at the moment, mm, um, mm. and. Uh, you know they've. It's the odd one with the Australians. You know throwing a not throwing not throwing away, but making a mistake. An or, unforced or, error to take a tennis that's, term. That's exactly what I'm looking for. An unforced error and getting their wickets lost. So, yeah. What, how many Smiths have we got there? Just <laughs> quietly on on how's that? There's a lot of Smiths. <laughs> <laughs> it's 47, 47. 47 Smiths have played Test cricket. Yeah, and zero Pizzolos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, Cricket's not big in Italy, so... Uh, you wait. Have you seen the European <laughs> Cricket League? We're coming, baby. We're coming. Uh, R- Romania doing things on the synth out there. Uh, so what What did we declare for? Was it 500 and something? Yeah, 550 five, something. So I don't know. We actually 511. 511. Yeah. So, and just before, I believe, the tea break we were talking about a second ago, um, <laughs> at the moment the West Indies are in kind of steadying the ship after 10 overs at 23 yeah, I don't know about that. It's it's hooping mm. out there. It's moving, yeah. It's, it's, it's former West Indian Carl Hooper out there hooping. Uh, look at that sunset out there. Beautiful. That might be Seth Moore. So when do they – they'll play through Glenelg. to what, to 9.30? Another hour? Our time, I believe, 9.30, yes. So we'll follow that as it unravels. Yeah, it might be a few ooznars as we go. Yes, there might be. There might be. Uh, debuts, shout out to Marquino Minley and Devon Thomas, 33 years old. Um Look, they don't really instill fear, do they? These these up and coming West Indians, but good on good on them, and good on them in that first test, taking it to day five, and and maybe pushing us more than we had expected. Yeah, I agree. 
Cricket Australia 11 is currently taking on South Africa. That South African team on paper looks pretty damn good. I think they made six for 300-odd today. Just want to quickly run through uh, the names on this Cricket Australia 11 because I think there's a few that have been earmarked, fast-tracked perhaps to play for Australia in the future. Sam Whiteman, we all know him. Western Australian, uh, a lot of involvement in in the Big Bash and Sheffield Shield over the past few years. He keeps he's opening the batting. Tim Ward, he's a Tasmanian. Pete Hanscom of uh, Footbrush Frame Frame Fame, uh, he he's a skipper. And then a few unknowns in Jack Clayton, Campbell Kellaway, Jack Jake Doran. Uh, people know T Wiley was spoken uh, a lot about on the podcast. Lawrence Neil Smith, Jordan Buckingham. Chris Tremaine, people will know him. Matt Kuhneman, people will know him. And then Liam Hatcher. So going to be interesting to see how these boys go against this South African team uh, and, yeah, possibly may have read out three or four test players of the future. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I'm so, looking at you, Teague Wiley. Yeah. Not to say that the Australian squad's ageing a little bit, but there's a number of them in their 30s, mid-30s. Well, and late 30s. Yeah, Warner's 37. He's probably got a couple left. Uh, oh, jeez, who, who else, is, who else is, has not got much left? I don't know if actually there's that many that are that old on, on second thoughts. Smudge is only 32, 33. Yeah, I think there's a... I think, I think we talked ball. about it. I think it's like... I think it's more early, white ball. It's like, you know, early 30s. But, you know, having said that, four years <laughs> yeah. is, is, is probably when you start thinking about these guys coming into the squad. Nathan Lyons is probably the only one else that comes to mind that's a little bit old in terms of our Red Bull team. Interesting. Anyways, I hope a bunch of you play test cricket, uh, and I, I, I think a lot of you will. Yep. Uh, Briefly talk England and yeah, Pakistan. Yeah. One, it was, ended up being a great test. Unbelievable, uh, yeah. Contest that kind of went, mm. went right down to the end. Uh, the English squad, um, I think uh, English media was getting all around Ben Stokes and he's declaring when he did to... Aggressive, to, to, aggressive, aggressive declaration. Yeah, to, but it ended up... Working in their favour, and they mm. probably needed it um, to then uh, get get the Pakistanis out off that road that we mentioned mm. the last highway. week. Yeah, the highway um, to get it, get a really big solid win in Pakistan. So uh, it was probably the one thing that when we went there, well, the start of the year, yep, that yeah, we kind of missed was much. you know we played out draws and we thought this match would go a draw that it kind of it came together and they had a very competitive um, you know last session to get the get the victory there. Well, it was an ode to baseball, wasn't it? Because mm-hmm. they went out there and made 500 and something in a day and, yep. and made 680. And it, it was weird to even talking about England possibly losing a test where they had made so many runs in the yep. first innings. Uh, and, and, you know, kudos to, to Brendan McCullum and that English mindset of sea ball, hit ball, and we don't care if it's test cricket. Um um, unbelievable test match, a very unusual test match uh, for the amount of runs scored in it, um, and very entertaining. I think uh, test cricket's in an, in an interesting place at the moment. Mm-hmm. Will England be able to, say, go to India or come down here and try and play that brand of baseball cricket? I doubt it, but who knows, considering they, they were making runs for fun in this one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. agree. I, I think... We do same for us. We talked about <coughs> India before. You know those Indian conditions is a great equaliser. So mm. <laughs> uh, interesting to see uh, what happens when um, you know, we play there in March or February, February March, and then wh- uh, whenever the English side makes their next trip over uh, to India. 
Uh, where that second test has begun, has it not? Yes. I would say so. They're almost on the exact same schedule. Yeah, it's very. Are. I don't know if it's if it's day one that's just behind, or if it's day if day one was yesterday. Or day one's tomorrow. No, I think they, it's they were a day behind. It started. I believe it started. There we go. It looks like day England ones. eight for two four five. So very very mm. different. So this is, I suppose, the after the, what? Like how how deep are they? We they're eight for two four five. It's uh, it must be the first day, is it not? How many hours? How many hours you got there, James? Uh, here we go on the, on the big, big screen. So this is this is the the, ca- the counter argument to Bazball. So again, they, they're going at five point one five, five point one five and over. And if you can't go out there and maintain such a run rate for a hundred, hundred and fifty overs, you might get skittled for for two fifty, two seventy five. Uh, so yeah, looking at the top of the in uh, top of the order there, Ben Duckett. 63, striking at 130. Ollie Pope, 60, striking at 100. And then Root and Brook don't do much. Stokes and Will Jacks get 30-odd. The tail gets cleaned up. He's, he's in the process of getting cleaned up. Uh, and England might be looking at a at a first-inning score of somewhere between the vicinity of 260 to 280. Yeah, what I find interesting in that is you've got three early Ws and three bo- you know, clean bowls. Yeah, so yeah. Bowling at the, we- at the wickets where the... And maybe maybe this deck... Swinging and missing. Maybe this deck in Multan is doing a little bit uh, yeah. different things than, than the one in Royal Pindi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I suppose this is the counter-argument. Is that, look, Amid's got seven wickets. <laughs> oh, here we go. Abra Ahmed, can you click on that young man, please? 1998. Don't, I've never heard of this bloke in my life. Forgive me. Yeah, is, this, is, is he, he on ICC? debut? He must be on debut. Seven wickets on debut. You're joking. Fuck me. Can you confirm that? Abra Ahmed? Abra Ahmed. Who is Abra Ahmed? Hopefully there is a multitude of listeners from well, this Pakistan, under, that, that, that can let us know who is Abra Ahmed. Uh, do you want to flick it so if you can get that on the um, on the KO? Should be going at the moment. Yeah, good. Just just flicking our own home home test match to, to just casually <laughs> tune into <laughs> hey, what's going on in Multan. There's a, there's a debutant with seven wickets. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, it's wild. That's wild from life, please. Interesting. So I suppose this is the counter argument to Basball. I suppose if if these were your options, and there's another one, it's nine for two hundred forty-five now. Geez. Jimmy Anderson, forty years of age, comes to the crease. Um, well, they must have lost that wicket in the last ball. Yeah. It's interesting. If you said to me, say ten years ago, mm-hmm. your options are to go out there and bat at six runs and over, and you make six hundred and fucking. 10,000 rounds or whatever it may as well have been. What, in two days? Is that what you're telling? Or, or no, within a day, yeah. Or the counter is you lose a few and you still squeeze out 250 runs. However, you've only batted 50 overs and you're only halfway yeah, through day one. What do you take? In the field in the second session, yeah. If that was every second test match, I think you take it. And you've got to back your, your bowlers in to, to try and pin them back. Well, I guess... It's exciting cricket. It is exciting cricket. Because it's going to be a result. But, but barring rain, there is a result. And I don't want to, you know, uh, talk about how excellent Australians is, but I think that Asher series will be quite interesting to see um, whether that works. They can't do that against our bowling attack down here just quietly, I don't think. Well, that, 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 that's my question. So mm. um, would you be happy, you know, hitting that 250, as you say, and then have to field in the, the summer heat in Australia? Mm. Um, or... They obviously bowled him a lot. He was getting wickets, so they just seven for ninety nine. Abra Ahmed of twenty. Interesting. 
back in. I think it's good. Well, I think it's, it's, I, I think it's good for test cricket. We're talking about it. Spinner. Yeah, spinner. Jeez. He's got the glasses. He's got. He's got weird action. Oh, who who's it's kids, vibes? It's kids on. Whose vibes is he giving me here? It's like a right um, Daniel Vittori. I don't know. I've only okay. just had one look at him. Okay, we'll get another one in here for you for some light. I'm talking the, the I'm talking the glasses kind of vibes. Oh, okay, he's a leggy. It's like a Pakistani Harry Potter. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> for, for lack of a better term, it's yeah. not. Re- it's 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 not uh, wrist spin, is it? That is such a shit way to get out. Just quietly, Jack well, Leach. Well, that's kind of. Well, what I was alluding to before with the the amount of, um, well, I guess the spin spin bowling probably helps it with the LBWs and the bowls, but whether they, um, you know, that buzzball mentality, are they swinging and missing? So they're trying to hit for the fences, and um, if you don't connect, like you say, you you're getting wickets. Here we go. So he currently has yeah, he's on debut. Yeah, has the second best figures ever for a Pakistani on debut. If he takes one more wicket, he's he, going to take one right here. Yeah, you guys got to bowl in both oh. ends. Look at that! It's <laughs> fucking hell, the wrong one. Jesus, that is that is not bad. Oh, he looks like such a nerd. I love it. <laughs> I love it. It's quite interesting. The Pakistani team's gone, I guess, heavy with two spinners, considering the roads we talked about. That that googly spun too much. Yeah. This uh, yeah, this might have turned the, this series on. Oh, that's, look at this is landmines. <laughs> uh, this is the diff, uh, th- this, this is different. This, this is this is not rail pindi highways. No, this, this is somewhere out back where they're, mm. it's half road, half half, half uh, landmine. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Cambodia under okay, Pol Pot. We'll the last one in. Oh, oh. even that turned. Oh. <laughs> All right, I can see why they're struggling. Yeah. Um, we'll keep an eye on this one. We'll keep an eye on Australian uh, West Indies. Can you just check for me the English squad? Did they pick two spinners? Or have they? Well, Leach, Leach, Leach was there. Well, Woods in now. Woods not. Anderson's not. No, I don't think so. Mm, I don't interesting. Think interesting. Maybe turn it on its head. Uh, there you go. Let's put the squad up. What is that? Will Jack's bowl. He's he's a new bloke. That's their squad though. That wouldn't. That's not their eleven. No, but he's in Will Jack's. Brother of Hungary. <laughs> right, I'm off. Fixie's a legend. <laughs> there we go. There we go. It's two. Two. <laughs> right. Uh, right. We better, we better, better finish up with cricket. We better get the show rolling. That's yeah. enough cricket. Yeah, well, interesting. Does anyone feel like a whopper? Oh, well, one thing, oh, though. <laughs> you can see the clear difference, though. We've gone to this game against two high competitive squads. Mm. Um, you know, Pakistan at home compared to what we've seen from... Australia versus West Indies, where we kind of it's a tra- it's a training run, but it's 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 a more challenging training than I'd expected. Yes, yes. To be fair, all right. All right. Let's Matt, wrap this. Let's wrap this let's, bitch up. Cr- let's, cricket section done. Let's get into the the biggest sport event at the moment: the, the world, world game. Cup. The world game. You can switch back to cricket. Well. And he was sitting on the bench, but we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in just a second. Let's talk round of 16. Let's let's start with Netherlands and US&A. Uh, boys, I think I've said a, a few well, few episodes in a row. Across the whole round of 16, I think the the teams that should we thought would win, the big names, the, the big matchups that you would get in the eight, 
have eventuated. So Morocco says hi. But. Besides Morocco, <laughs> but I guess Morocco, Spain, and we talked about that was probably the closest of the matchups we had. Check the tape. <laughs> Check the tape. We were scared. We were scared yeah. for Spain. Anyways, we'll get to them in a second. Uh, the Netherlands, they, they were pretty comfy against mm-hmm. the USA in mm-hmm. terms of finishing. However... USA had more shots on target and more possession in this one. Uh, I think that USA squad, I believe, was the second youngest at mm-hmm. the World Cup. Mm-hmm. 2026, home World Cup. Mm-hmm. Might do a bit. Might do a little bit. Yeah. In terms of this one, they go uh, bye-bye. They go the same way as our poor Socceroos. We'll get to them in a second. Uh, mm-hmm. This Netherlands side... Uh, is good. I've, I've said it from the start, a little bit under the radar, but I think uh, they, they play that 3-4-3. Three, three. They've got essentially the best back three getting around in this World Cup. Uh, I think that's the second goal that they've conceded in this World Cup. Do they have the finishing to get past Argentina? We'll talk about that in a second. Um, yeah. They look pretty good, I think. Yeah, and I, that's probably the one big difference is, you know, you've got going up against a squad with a massive name in it in Messi. So um, either way, I, I th- the, the the matchups in the eight are kind of t- they're tantalizing. So I'm 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 excited. They are. They are. Uh, Netherlands as well. I don't know if we've spoken about it here. It's kind of an off orange. It's not quite orange. It's nearly like yeah. It's, it's, it's like not gold, but it's yeah. yeah. But it's not the normal yeah. Netherlands orange. Uh, anyway, what is it? Pastel. Is it a pastel color? Yeah. Pastel? I don't know. Didn't pay much attention in art. Yeah. <laughs> our wives would be loving this chat. Anyway. Oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> if our wives are this far deep in, into into this yeah, podcast, may God have mercy on their souls. Yeah. yeah. As I often say to my wife, don't worry. By the year 2100, you're not going to have to worry about it. It's, just, it's not going to be a problem anymore. Can you start that cricket, Jim? <laughs> no, I can't. Grim. Uh, a little bit of grim. So the, we cover then our match, Argentina. Uh, did get the win against Australia 2-1, mm. uh, went up 2 nothing, and we scored a goal in the seventh, uh, well, on our own goal, I guess, yeah. uh, in the 77th minute uh, to kind of give us hope. And then we almost scored nine minutes and was it five plus? So, so like, It was like literally yeah. the last play of the game, yeah. essentially. Well, he's, he's really good. Uh, it's going to be fun watching him develop, uh, looking to s- forward to see, A, if, if he if – he, Leaves A League and gets to go yep. to to a big side in Europe and B what he's got to offer in twenty twenty six because he is so young. Yeah, well, I think a, a lot of the guys that play in the Australian squad didn't do their chances like poorly at all. Like they've definitely so, Suta is not them. playing at Stoke City next year. I'm yeah. sorry, that's just not happening. Yeah. Like he was putting blokes in his pocket and yeah. putting them through the washing machine. You know when you leave something in your fucking pocket and it, you put it through the washing machine <laughs> and it comes out like it's like a tissue or something, yeah. like a receipt, yeah. and it's just in tatters. Yep. That's, what's, yep. that's what Harry Sutar was doing. Mm-hmm. Look, does he sound like a fucking Australian? <laughs> <laughs> does that sound like Scottish? Probably not. <laughs> no, no, no. Probably not. But uh, we'll take him. We'll claim him. He's six foot five. He moves like he's five foot eight. The wall. Yeah. Yep. He, he was unreal. Uh, and, and even some of the old blokes like Mitch Duke and Matt Leckie, you know, in the in the lead up, they they were looking pretty good. Uh, it's it's really interesting to see how well this Australian team performed. Given on paper, some of the haters, including myself, looked at it and thought, "Oh, geez, we'll be lucky to get past Tunisia uh, to to go to the round of sixteen and play admirably." And really capture hearts and minds around the world. A lot of people really saying well done to the Socceroos uh, on their efforts. I think you yeah. kind of 
left out on the list is Graham Arnold probably needs a good shout out for mm. the amount of effort. I think was it three years worth of work to get to that point. And you yeah. know, all the scheming and yeah. the practicing, getting that team to perform as a team has uh, really jo- done a good job to push us to the, the sixteen. And you know what the difference was, Lionel Messi. Mm-hmm. Lionel, like literally the difference in this well, that game first, That first goal uh, There was yeah. four blokes in front of him No one could get the block on It yeah. was it was bottom left bin uh, Elite finishing That was the difference yeah. And and Bunny, Matt Rowan, Bunny, you yeah. don't want to crucify him It was a blunder It was a blunder to lead to the that second, second goal, goal. Yeah. But he, you know, conversely Made a lot of big saves in that second half Yeah, well. I think Arguably the ball should never have been passed Well, the, the defenders well. probably didn't, do, the him, defender didn't, didn't do him solid yeah. either they, they were under pressure But that's probably credit, credit to Argentina mm. Yeah, uh, For putting the pressure on them And then to make a mistake And they, they got it And they got the goal Unfortunately But yeah Mate, oh, how good was getting up? You see a few of the scenes around Australia as well. Mm. Fed Square, mm. the flares mm. going off, Darling Harbour, a lot of the viewing places around Australia. There's there's not that much interest, I don't think, around any one particular moment in Australian sport, which is crazy to think. Yep. You know, yep. you, you look at an Australian Cricket World Cup final, you don't see that kind of viewership. Austra- the Rugby League World Cup final. <coughs> no. Rugby Union probably won't play in one of those for a while, no, but so. there's there's not that much general interest uh, amongst the public around yeah. Australia at six a.m. no less um, than than what we saw on the weekend. And kudos to Michael Nisa who has just claimed the first wicket uh, of of this session here. Big wicket too, it's Braithwaite. Yeah, indeed. So yeah, for the for the Australians. Um, you know, I was going to say there's no kind of great equaliser like football is and the world game, as we talk, the, that kind of fits really well with the diverse culture of the Australian people. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely something everyone can get around and that's why they do. It's reflected in the team yeah. as well. Like, you look at the Socceroos and, you know, there's, there's a few Anglos, you know, mm-hmm. like, like the Black and yeah. There's a few well, Wolves. There's a few like you, yeah. <laughs> Not, there's, yeah the half, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can be the You can be the African representative. Um, but <laughs> but it's it's just it's so multicultural and it's so yeah. nice to see, isn't it? That that it's you know well and and to be fair, we, we did steal a few Sc- Scotsmen as as well, chuck them in the mix. But uh, yeah, you, you don't look at many team lists, and you certainly won't see it in in, in cricket or rugby league or, or Australian rules football, where you look at a team list and and see such diversity. Yeah, and it's kind of been I guess a up and down of uh, you know the football federation in Australia that they've they've. And past World Cups, we've had the same kind of um, momentum. The you know the extra hype around it, the come off it. Mm. Um, you know they take a bit of that, and then it just doesn't always lead to to growth within the sport within this country. Mm. So hopefully this year with more eyes and again more hype again, they can use some of that to 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 grow the sport in this country. Um, to you know get those next lot of stars, um, to get those next lot of. Let's just say EPL guys, you know the Harry Kules, the Tim Kane, K Hills, etc. Mm. Um, to you know who's who's those, that next breed that comes through? It doesn't have to be like that, but that's you know the, you know, the, the quality of the talent, you know, pushing that level of like we've got as good a talent as uh, some of the other clubs, uh, other countries going around. Indeed, there would have been a lot of young kids watching that that, that will be inspired um, to to pursue football, the world game. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think as they grow up. I think after the Harry Kuehl World Cup, um, they were saying there was like a 200% increase in soccer sign-ups for young kids. Yeah. And that, that's yeah, well, the thing. you just got to 
invest in the grassroots and grow that not just in this country but take those guys and give them pathways into all over the place to mm. high quality and that's great to see you know back then there was no a league so it's great to see the a league kind of growing needs to mm. continue to grow mm. needs to compete with the other big leagues in this country um and not be the the little brother as well much said. as it is well said mm. Do we let's talk French Poland? I was going to say, do we have to talk about England again? But let's start. We'll, we'll talk, <laughs> talk about, about the French. We'll talk about England in a second. Yeah. France, very good. Olivier Giroud uh, becomes the highest scoring Frenchman ever, surpassing the great Thierry Henry. Uh, he had fi- he's got fifty two international goals on Henry, fifty one goals, and uh, Antoine Griezmann a little bit more than I expected. Here has forty two. Never really looked like losing this one. Uh, dominated the possession, had more shots on target. Mbappe brace. Uh, mm. Look, if you said Kylian Mbappe has overtaken Messi and Ronaldo as the best player in the world, I think you'd have a fair point. Mm-hmm. Um, unbelievable. He's twenty two. He's twenty. Like. Yeah, can he, can he put it together, the, the legacy and the resume that those two you just mentioned put together? Well, he's, he's got won. another decade to do it. So. And he's already won a World Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, too. So. Mm. Uh, yeah. France, very good. I think France is the best team on that side of the draw. We'll talk about the quarterfinals in a second. England made light work of Senegal. Yeah. Would have been interesting to see what Senegal could have done uh, attacking-wise if they had, uh, you know... One of the top five, top ten players in the world in Sadio Mane. Unfortunately, didn't have him throughout the tournament. Uh, Harry Kane getting Gets on the board. He got on the board, which was interesting, uh, considering that England had nine goals in the group stage uh, and Harry Kane didn't have any of them, which is very unusual. Um, but, yeah, they, they made very light work of the African team there. This game was very interesting. Japan, Croatia. Yeah, I think for Japan. Yeah, we were kind of hinting towards maybe a Japanese upset. We weren't far off. It finished one all. Croatia go through 3-1 on pens. Um, Croatia, I think, had the possession and the shots in that one. Brazil, absolute training run. Uh, the first half against the poor South Korean side. Uh these guys are playing good football. Some of those goals was, was tiki-taka. It was triangles. It was absolutely dismantling uh, back fours. Vin, Vinny <coughs> Jr. looks unbelievable. Richarlison's finishing is unbelievable. Uh, thoughts on the dancing? There was a little bit of, oh, it's disrespectful. Yarn getting thrown around. I think that's the way Brazilians like to get down, including with the coach. Yeah, it's the dancing's in their culture. Though. That's their... Uh, for us, it's sinking tins for them. <laughs> <laughs> Call me culture. Uh, very culture. Don't get me. Don't get me to perform any like nice dance moves. I I do enjoy a you know a dance floor a later boogie. in the evening. Yeah, <laughs> you know the man here on my right got married uh, a few months ago. I I did at the time think I was tearing up said dance floor. Uh, in hindsight, and some of the vision I get shown, no. Probably no, not. No. Probably <laughs> probably did not look like it. Hitting like your a big head on the disco ball. Hitting more the samba. No, but it's it's a thought that counts. Yeah, now, it, where was we're, low, it was a low ceiling. Where were we? Where were we? Low ceiling. Uh, <laughs> like this podcast? Perhaps. <laughs> Anyways, Brazil, very, very good. Uh, hats off to South Korea. Unfortunately, for the AFC fans, the Asian Football Confederation fans, three Asian teams go to the round of 16, zero get out of it. Yes. yes. So South Korea, Japan, and Australia missing out. Mm-hmm. All right, boys, check the tape, check the tape. We alluded <laughs> to it before. Morocco have 
probably their best team ever assembled. Um, well, objectively, they do. Uh, they get past Spain. Spain had 77% possession in this one. Well, did you see their their, their pitch map, like their passing? They're over 1,000 passes. 1,000 passes to like 200 and something. Yeah, and it's, and it's all... And I'd say eighty percent of it, well, the seventy-seven percent, most of it was in the opposition's half as well. And any striker, yeah, they just like they don't have an elite level striker at yeah. the moment. Yeah, and when it came to pens, they didn't get a single one. So I was reading, the, I don't know if he's a male or not, but apparently had practiced thousands of penalties between. Uh, the the group stage and the the first round of sixteen. Yeah, maybe game. that was without and a keeper because once the keeper was in there, yeah, they struggled. Yeah, uh, but but kudos to Morocco. They become the fourth ever African team to make the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Zero African teams have ever made the semifinals. So yeah. if they if they win wow. in, in a few days' time, which we'll talk about in a second, uh, they will be making history. Well, and they're the last, of course, from their continent still going. Indeed, mm. uh, and the only team outside of uh, Europe or South America to mm-hmm. still be going, mm-hmm. Vahid Halahodzic. Yes, What's the story, Jimmy. Yeah, have have we heard of him before? Have uh, we talked about? Have we, no, have we talked about him? No. no. Okay, can you can you try saying his name for me? Vahid Halahodzic. That's close. Yeah, that's not bad. It's better than I would do. Can so. you try? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just let it go through to the keeper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let Vahid yeah. through to I'm the keeper. I'm watching the cricket. Those, those, la- those last three letters in his last name is very dangerous for, for Sean. Halid Hodzik? Anyway, well, what would you say? It's probably nowhere near. <laughs> yeah. What would you say it is a Z or a Z? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Depends oh. on where you're from. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, anyway story, 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 yeah. story, long, long story short, uh, Bosnian coach, mm-hmm. he has coached three. He's coached four mm-hmm. uh, international teams mm-hmm. to World Cups. Mm-hmm. I did see this one. You did see this yeah. one. Yeah. Yep. Um, has only taken one of those teams actually into the World Cup. Every other team, like a few months beforehand, yeah, he gets he, dismissed he as coach, and team. someone else get, comes in. Scapegoat. Scapegoat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. David Warner, Cam Bancroft, <laughs> Vahid Halilhodzic. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, That'd be fun to have a beer with us three. Yeah. I'll just sit in the Don't corner. Know what the shot would be, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he took Ivory Coast uh, through to World Cup in uh, the 2010 World Cup. Yep, Drogba era. Yep, um, took Algeria through, um, made it through to the um, round of 16 with mm-hmm. Algeria. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to extend him, but he he left Algeria. Um, so that so that one's on him. That yeah. one's on him. That one's on him. Uh, went across to Japan, got them qualified, and then, and got, then the got the sack there. And then, yeah, Morocco um, came in uh, 2019, um, helped the team through through to qualify the World Cup, and then got sacked a couple months before before the start of the competition. Petition for Vahid Khaledhodzik to uh, <laughs> when Graham Arnold's ready to pass <laughs> the torch. <laughs> Well, no, he comes in, helps us qualify, and then we'll yeah. bring Graham and then we'll back. fuck him yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's it. And bring in Justin Langer to casual. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of scapegoats, yeah, uh, boys, yeah. Uh, the curse. Uh, in a, in one second, the other only other point that I wanted to make about Morocco, a lot of them are European born, which is a little bit spicy. Because mm-hmm. usually it works the other way. Yeah. Often France and Germany come to mind, but also the Netherlands and Belgium have a lot of players that come from North Africa or mm-hmm. or Turkey or, or the <coughs> Arab world um, and often do very, very well at the World Cup. The names like 
Zinedine Zidane and yeah. Karim Benzema uh, come to mind. Do you, do you uh, think it maybe it's mm. because of the amount of talent that's come out recently that now, you know, those other teams are full and if they want to get to get some playing yeah, time, interesting. It's well, it's an it's an immigration thing. It's yeah. uh, it's a lot of. Moroccans that were born in Spain and France and say, no, I'm Moroccan and yep. I want to play for Morocco. Yeah. Um, which, which, you know, kind of it's a, we're getting a little bit esky-ish here, a little bit of outside of the sports realm and, and the world that we live in. And, and it's, it's, it's kind of nice, nice to see. Yeah. Yeah. That's just you, Jimmy. We're good, Danny. Because if, if yep. France had to play French-born players over the, over the last 10, 12 years – Good luck, man. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. So let's let's talk this curse then. The curse. This is the esky curse. Yeah. We should get one of them sound bites. <laughs> the curse. We should. The frog. Well, well, the frog is also cursed. Yeah, we'll have to find someone. That says well, you can't blame this 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 curse on us though. No, Ooh. this one has nothing to this, do with this us. This predates us. Uh, so essentially, if you win the World Cup and your team's not completely made up of foreign-born players, aka France. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good luck in winning a knockout game in, in following World yeah. Cups. So 2006, Italy wins a World Cup. That's half our lifetime ago. Uh, mm-hmm. It feels like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have not won a knockout game since 2006. Don't even make this one, so yeah. yeah it was hard to win a knockout <laughs> game if you're not there. Yeah, well, that's that's just like, ah, oh, I can't oh, lose, this, can't this lose a knockout yeah, game if mean. I didn't go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. true. Uh, uh, Spain. Mm-hmm. Famously winning in 2010 with one of the most stacked teams ever. Uh, unfortunately, 14, 18, 22, no knockout games won. And Germany uh, didn't get out of the group this World Cup. Correct. And I don't believe they got out of the group in 2018. Correct. So the curse, the curse continues, mm-hmm. except for France. Except for France. Caveat. Yeah. Okay, Morocco. <laughs> slash Algeria. <laughs> All right. Portugal, uh, Switzerland. Uh Complete digging. Demolition. Uh, demolition, De- yeah. 6 yeah. 1. But I think the, the important bit is here without their main man for the last, was it two decades? Last mm-hmm. four mm-hmm. World Cups. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ronaldo, who sat on the bench, um, played 15 minutes. Did he come on the seven? Yeah, seven, yeah I, do, I, I do believe he came on. Uh, we need to start talking about Ronaldo as a person slash his influence in terms of team chemistry because we've seen mm-hmm. shit show at United. We're seeing it a little bit at Portugal. Well, I think the worst thing happened here is uh, they scored six goals in a knockout without him. So. Didn't need you. Yeah, didn't need him at all. And, mm. you know, they were handily in the lead by this point to the uh, rest guys and be like, hey, you're the, you're the, 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 the guy to get there, the remaining uh, miles in his legs while the others uh, take a breather and hit the showers. Should we talk quickly about this deal? Apparently it's done with Al Nasir of mm-hmm. uh, Saudi Arabian League fame. 300-plus mm-hmm. million AUDs for two years. Yeah, the 200 million pounds, if you will, for – well, two and a half years. It's the rest of this rest of the season soccer plus, season. Plus two more. Yeah, plus the two more, yes. So, so just briefly, uh, a bloke who is struggling to have team chemistry with his, his pals at <laughs> Manchester United. Uh, and with Portugal. The greatest <laughs> football team that's ever – Grace planet Earth and Portugal, an arguably good uh, football team. How's he going to go with his ego and team chemistry and the rest of it when he's on 
I don't think he's got to care. He'll just wipe 50 those. 50 times, whatever the other yeah. next player's on. Is yeah, well, that, I is think. That, is that outlandish to say 50? Yeah. Let's I, say 10. Let's say well, 10 I'm to be pr- safe. I'm pretty sure he's getting 20 mil more than what, like a year than Messi is. So it's like it's a crazy. He'll be getting more than the, the probably the rest yeah. of the league is combined. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, That's Mayo, but I don't. Yeah. <coughs> like. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, he's well, just going to wipe those tears away with. Big, with dollars. So with dollars. Yeah. Big wad of cash. He's just going to rub his face with it. Like, let's. What's the currency in Saudi Arabia? This, didn't we talk about this last week? It's not barrels of oil. Did it actually? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it did. Well, obviously, it didn't stick. <laughs> obviously, it didn't stick. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's starting to become a little bit on the nose, I think. But should we turn talk about more about, say, the young talent in this team? Oh, 100%. Let's let's talk about Gonzalo Ramos. Yeah. Uh, 21-year-old Patrick. striker out of Benfica. Scores 17th, 51st, 67th minute. The youngest... Mm-hmm. Player ever at a World Cup to score a hat trick since a bloke called Pele. You might have heard of him. Uh, pretty elite company to be in. Uh, and talking of elite company, this guy's in the my nickname company. His name's Pepe. Yeah, yeah. 30, 39 year old. Yeah, stretch, but anyway, we'll go with it. 39 year old, uh, four time captain of Portugal. Um, yeah, the last four years, probably not the kindest on, on his hairline. Uh, but but he, he can still get up and, and score a headed goal off a corner. Uh, and yeah. and the gritty, the gritty has infiltrated Qatar. Rafael Leo hitting the gritty in the 92nd minute. Uh, Switzerland absolutely pants pulled down. Um, elite finishing there from the Portuguese. Yep. So that means we now head into the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've mm-hmm. got Netherlands taking on Argentina, Croatia, Brazil, Morocco, Portugal, England versus France. Some very tasty matchups mm. in that. Mm. Uh, start from the top. What do you think uh, results-wise? I've said it. I've said it before. I think the Netherlands, uh, they're back three. I really like how they defend. Obviously, uh, it's going to come down <laughs> to shutting a guy called Messi down. I think Argentina on paper have been stronger in World Cups in previous years and haven't been able to get the job done, uh, most notably uh, that that loss uh, to Germany back in 2014. Yep. Uh, but they've got they've got a guy that can turn a game on its head. So, so perhaps um, there will be some individual moment of Leo Messi brilliance. I think on paper as a team, as a whole, I think the Netherlands are better. Uh, in terms of legacy... Messi probably doesn't have another one of these in yeah. in his legs. Most likely, his last go. It's going to be huge. Netherlands and Argentina as well have have a storied history uh, mm-hmm. in terms of World Cup matchups. Uh, probably going to be hard to watch this one as as fans down under the two a.m. slot really hits. So these are all happening uh, in the next couple of hours. Yeah, uh, so two a.m., six a.m., and then uh, Saturday this one's the six a.m. one. Oh, that's the six. Ah, uh, yeah. So Croatia, I think they went around the wrong the other way. Thank you. Yep. That's well. That's kind of good. I th- I think. Let's talk about Brazil, yeah. Croatia. Oh, well, let's let's just finish here. I'm th- I, I'd like to see Argentina for that that legacy reasons legacy go reasons. through. Uh, what is there a favorite, Jimmy? That you're looking at there? Uh, yeah, Argentina is the favorite. Uh, Two fifteen uh, up against Netherlands. Three dollars seventy. Interesting odds. Hard to punt at this stage of the tournament. Yeah. 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 So uh, that then I guess leads us into Croatia, Brazil. Then. Um, I think Brazil will probably be heavy favourites in this. And I'd say should, so, should and, and deservedly. Croatia done mm. very well, I think, with this old team. I thought 2018 was... Well, I think, I think that's a challenge for them. It was a stellar effort to make 
to it, make a World Cup final with a population of three and a half million people is, yeah. is obscene. And a team that is kind of ageing. But this, again, talk about windows is probably... Uh, the back in the, the, the yeah. final corner yeah. of the the last iota of the window. Yeah. <laughs> Mum and dad have realised it's a bit cold and they're trying to close that window. So yes, if you will, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, but I think, yeah, Brazil, they just look way too red hot. Um, and I don't think they're ready to choke yet. Maybe, ne- <laughs> maybe next week. Semi-finals. <laughs> Semi-finals. Uh, odds, please, if you wouldn't mind, I imagine, yeah, yeah Brazil. Who's a favourite? Fa- favourites. Yeah, uh, Brazil, our favourites, $1.33. Croatia's out at $9. <laughs> In regular time, that's just about unbackable at $1.33, to be honest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the way that they've played up. And also, yeah. a- another little tidbit, uh, every time Brazil has won the World Cup, haven't lost a group game. They did lose a group game in this one, albeit when they rested their whole team against yeah. Cameroon. Yes. Yeah. And they weren't the only one that did that, Brazil, um, Portugal and uh, France. Well. And France, yeah. 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 Well, uh, Neymar, $2.10, anytime scorer. Was he paying to over-dramatically dive <laughs> after <laughs> getting slightly nicked? No, markets. No, <laughs> market suspended. Yeah, market suspended. That's a definite. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Morocco taking on Portugal, which ends up being a bit of an interesting matchup here. Mm. Um, is anyone game enough to say that they will <laughs> beat Portugal? We, You know what? No one really put their nuts on the table last Last week and said Morocco will go out and beat Spain. I just feel I feel like we, we said we we felt like it could possibly happen. I feel like Spain uh, dominated possession, couldn't score because of no striker. Whereas I think Portugal could probably get the same amount of possession, but they've got the talent up front. Well, that, that, that's an interesting uh, point that you make because that Switzerland game they had fifty two percent possession, six mm. in the back of the onion bag. So. It's, it's not so much about possession with them, whereas Spain was like elite midfield, knock it around, knock it around, yeah, a thousand passes. Couldn't score. Can't score. I, I, think, they, I think they'll get a, a – de- well, what I'm saying is I think they'll get a decent amount of the ball and from what we've seen, um, they'll be able to score some goals. So, yeah, I think Portugal will do the job here. Highly interested in the kits here. Red and green takes on red and green. Just the way my brain works. <laughs> very Christmas matchup. Yeah, well, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Christmas shirt there. We might have, <laughs> might have a Christmas episode incoming. <coughs> might have to get the uh, Mr. Hanky uh, T-shirt. Maybe mm-hmm. no uh, repeat it's of really 2022, <laughs> 2021 <laughs> es- esky uh, Christmas party. Yes, uh, that, can, that might need to be deleted from the records. <laughs> but uh, Max, have you got some odds there? Yes. Portugal, pretty handy favourites. Favorite? Yep. Yeah, Portugal's favourites. Um through no effort of Ronaldo, uh, they are a dollar sixty six. Morocco's out at five fifty at the moment. And then I guess probably the, the biggest matchup in this round, you'd say. Hundred years war. Yeah, with England <laughs> taking on <laughs> that was France. 116? 116. Uh, yeah. What are you boys feeling here? France, uh, way too strong on paper. I think yeah. get the job done. England notorious chokers. Uh, I can't say I've seen much home. coming home chat yet. Um, oh, there's been bits and pieces, pieces, but I, I yeah. just don't think it's been as uh, prevalent as it had been no. for previous. Time. Well, I think they've been. If they win this game, game yeah. it definitely would be. Indeed, um, yeah, this game. Yeah. yeah. So I think they've yeah they've circled this um, in the tournament and they've gotten to that spot. Well, this is this is their semi final. Like, yeah. if you can get past so France, France, if you get past you, France, you, you'd you'd fancy Morocco or Portugal, would you not? Yes, agree. Yeah. So. Uh, so if we're all picking France, well, I'm assuming the odds are heavily in their favour. France, France, France. Yeah, yeah. This this England team that look they could do a bit. Um, 
it's probably on paper one of the stronger English teams in in recent memory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, n- did a bit in the Euros last year. Yep. Uh, you know, succumbed to a really really strong European team that mm-hmm. uh, loves to not make World Cups, but you know that is what it is. Um, Who would that be? Uh, <laughs> American Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> Of uh, <coughs> Italian fame, of <laughs> got the biggest belting in World Cup history, qualifying fame. Poor American smile. Uh, yeah, France for mine, France for yours. Yeah, and I, I think overall, if uh, that sums it up, if you know, I think you were leaning more towards the Netherlands. Uh, me, I've got Argentina, Brazil, Portugal, and France. So you know, the tournament's kind of, I guess, playing out the way. Largely, we thought of uh, to that point to get into the semi-finals. I think yeah, Netherlands and Argentina is probably. The biggest coin flip. Yeah. And then maybe you might say England and France. And then strong favourites, I suppose, in Brazil and Portugal. But stranger things have happened. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, It is, you know, each team's – they've got to play the match first and we'll see who comes out the winners. But, again, more juicy matchups to come into the semifinals before we get into a final. These yeah. bookies aren't so sold on, <laughs> on No, France. they are not. Mm. Um, yeah, so France are favourites. $2.45 to England $2.90. Is the sports better sports Rupert Motor? I don't know. Does but he live in England? <laughs> Australia, England. No, well, it's, it's Australian based, but maybe a lot. Well, if he owns it, but he isn't, yeah. doesn't he live in England? Fuck if I know. Uh, yeah. All I know about him is uh, the Simpsons episode where they say, US. Hi, Rupert. Uh, yeah, interesting. A lot, a lot, closer, yeah. a lot closer than uh, we had suspected. Well, Boys, let's yeah. just do a quick. Uh, bold prediction for the oh, final, Big, yeah, or, or final, win, uh, yeah, final. Um, oh yeah, I, I think both. So probably Brazil, France, final. Brazil win. I'll say Brazil, France. Got to be different, I suppose. France, France win. <laughs> Come on, Max, give us a give us <laughs> a Croatia, Morocco, Morocco. Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Argentina, England. That'd be fun. Argentina, yeah. Argentina win. Yeah, that would be yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's it's very hard to go past the the two early tournament favourites being Brazil and France. They're doing True. a job that we expect them to do. If um, World Cups have if past history has got anything to go by, one of them one of them will lose in the quarters of the semis. Correct. Looking forward to all play. It's been a fun a World Cup. Up. It's been a fun, it has been really fun. A lot of upsets, um, a lot of drama. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go across the pond. Or two ponds, I suppose, from Qatar. Depends on what direction he went. Mm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he broke his ankles. We're talking NFL. We're talking NFL Week 14. Bacon Mayfield claimed by the Rams and gets <laughs> an obscene win. Final drive. Boys, did you catch much of this? I did. I sort did, of. I did. I sort of caught the end and then I thought, oh, no chance the Rams winning this. And I, I switched to the cricket and then I was... Amazed to see that Baker had taken the Rams down in the last minute, 45 seconds, to win this one. Yeah, well, the two Thursday night football games, so this week and last week, have had almost the exact same score, yeah. with two, two scores yeah. needed within the last five minutes to get the job done. And, uh, you know, it was a goat last week, and, and this way week was mm. Baker Mayfield, who was claimed on Tuesday and then um, didn't even get a practice jersey, was straight into a game jersey. Didn't play the first quarter because um, it is a – is it Walford? Who's who? yeah, well, yeah, Walford, something like that. Yeah, it was uh, the started um, and wasn't doing real well, so they brought in Baker and <coughs> Baker just did Baker things. So did you just compare Baker to Tom Brady? Uh, I, uh, I, I did believe. in a, yeah. in a sarcastic <laughs> way. Okay, 
Yeah, I, I said the goat last week and then Baker this week, as in was yeah. saying, hey, they're not. <laughs> the, the goat of this week. <laughs> yeah, very different um, uh, circumstances. But either way, uh, I think it may be pro- more a product of what the Raiders team is at the moment, yeah. um, mm. with them moving now to five and eight. Uh, mm. They have a mm. good habit of losing games they're in front of this year. Yes. So, um, so. Yeah, I think they've lost four games where they've led in the fourth quarter uh, or already. So, uh, yeah, I saw some chat about Josh McDaniel um, should have been involved in a particular trade deal this week. But um, uh, if you're a Raiders fan, that is. Um, but either way, it's, uh, it, it is what it is. The Raiders will keep rolling um, and the Rams. Well, their season's alive, I think, technically. Just, just but I, I think with the amount of injuries they've got guys on the sideline, um, I doubt it. So. Agreed. But, but I think the main thing out of this is probably it's good for Baker. Baker kind of uh, re, re-showing that he is still a talented quarterback um, and that he can win football games. And good for Baker because mm. the amount of people that are shitting on, you know. Well, the whole Panther situation is a shit show. Yeah. They had Sam Donald yeah. and they had PJ Walker. They've tried all three of them. No. Nah. And Baker kind of – I think Baker kind of saw that the 49ers needed a quarterback, the Rams needed a quarterback – Asked for his release. The Panthers are like, cool, we'll stick with PJ and mm. Sam going forward. Um, see if you can get claimed by one of these other teams. The Rams were the only team to put in a claim. The 49ers didn't. Um, Interesting. So they claimed him off the waivers. Yeah, and then he was, as I said, in, in on the plane Tuesday night, got the playbook and did he did the job. Um, and he's 1-0 and as a Ram. Mm-hmm. Let's talk the Sunday early window. Uh, by Mageddon, some have called it. Uh Six teams on by? Yeah, six. Uh, nearly essentially my whole fantasy team. Eight guys on by. Luckily, <laughs> yeah. uh, my fantasy team stinks, so it doesn't really matter that much. <laughs> if I weren't playing you this week, I would not give two fucks. Uh, but because I'm playing you, I'll give three. Mm. All right, boys. I mean, uh, that's it. If you if most of your fantasy team's on buys, just looking at the team's on buys, you're not doing great in yeah. fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Falcons. Run us, run us Falcons, poo. Falcons, bears. Poo. Packers. Poo. Colts. Poo. Saints and commanders. Commanders are probably the best yeah, of those ones. Ostensibly <laughs> poo outside of commanders, yeah. who are still, I believe, fourth in, in the NFC. Yeah, yeah. They're, I think they're the only team above 500 out of that list, though. Yeah. Anyway, Sunday early game. <laughs> Enough about my fantasy team. Yeah, yeah, it's shit. So let's not talk about it. <laughs> Why is not not that much better? <laughs> yeah. um, so we talk about Sunday early games. Start off with Minnesota Vikings taking on the Lions. Not a lot of huge new news for both clubs. Um, Vikings have been good. The Lions getting a little bit healthier. Um, uh, Swift, uh, probably the main kind of news, getting uh, a larger role last mm, week. Because mm. um, it had been the Jamal Williams show for mm, a lot of mm-hmm. this year. And they mm. kind of split 50-50 last week, so maybe Swift is starting to get a bit healthier. They also had Williams, their first-round pick, uh, back. He did like 10 snaps, I think, last week. But they try to roll him in. Do I think they're going to challenge the Vikings? No. But I guess the better question is, how good of a team do we think this 10-2 and two Vikings are? Are they, are they Dave Grohl's? Are, are they on the spectrum of Dave Grohl's to winning a championship? Where do you think they, they, they fit? Oh, the Vikings, notoriously bad championship winners, Super Bowl winners. Uh, I think they're pretty good. I, I think they're pretty good. Their records would suggest that. Yeah, just don't play games on primetime, I think, is the main thing. No, no primetime <laughs> Kirk Cousins. Although, Kirk, again, I'm not going to compare him to Baker because obviously he's, he's a little bit better, but also kind of 
media like to dump on him and, and shit on him. And if mm. I was Kirk Cousins, you know, I'd be getting that shirt off and, you know. Get, get, Who that? Yeah. Uh, just I, I think the Vikings are pretty good. And this is coming from a mm. former Packers fan. You like that? <laughs> so I think the main thing is probably he's got all the weapons. Can't mm. That, that's the strong suit is definitely that offensive side of the ball. Well, the defense, the defense is a question mark, isn't it? Yeah, and it's definitely been better, and they haven't, I guess, had to do a lot um, to keep them in games. But I guess those two losses, one of those against the Eagles, kind of talks that. Once that offense got shut down, they <coughs> couldn't they couldn't stay with that team, and um, the Eagles won that game. So uh, I don't know. I just as a ten and two team. Considering what there's only the Eagles ahead of them on record at the moment in the NFC, yeah, I just don't feel Actually, like I think maybe total. Yeah, I, I think th- yeah, as the second best team in football, I just don't feel like they're the second best team in football. That's what I'm getting. At. The odds are interesting here. Mm-hmm. Yes, won't go through the odds for all the games, but for this one's particularly, uh, Lions are favourites a dollar seventy seven against Vikings two hundred six. That's probably because no one's talking about it. their Lions offense has been it's great. really good. Yeah. They score shoot loads of points. Mm. Their defense has been up and down, and they do leak a fair bit of points. But uh, mm. on their day, they've um, not too bad. They're getting a fair bit out of Aiden Hutchinson, who um, uh, I think what they his revenge game last week against the Jags, who didn't pick him, passed on him. Yeah, yeah passed on him. He's been probably better than Walker so far mm. to this this part. He of looks the he's ready made NFL yeah. defensive end, isn't he? Exactly, he's mm. absolute product, and he's been playing since day dot. So. Mm. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting because, you know, as a 10-2 and team taking on a 5-7 and seven team, they should absolutely shit this in and you know, pump the lines. But I think that's probably the concern there is maybe they're not as good as the re- record is reflecting. And lose the Lions asks mm. a lot, a lot of questions. I think they're juicy at those odds, just quietly. Mm. Yeah. yeah. If they're not favourites, yeah, I think that's – you know, you still got Jefferson over there uh, who's on track to do the 2K easy. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah. Um, so this dude's in, in Qatar doing the gritty because of how good <laughs> he is. Agree, yeah, agree. Yeah. Uh, so they did play each other week three. Uh, Vikings did win the close game, twenty-eight to twenty-four. Mm. Yeah. So there might might be something there. Speaking of pretenders, I think this is one of the biggest pretenders in the AFC. Mm-hmm. The Ravens are eight and four. I'm going to go out on a limb. Nuts on the table, neck on the chopping block. They don't win <laughs> shit this year. Yeah, well, they... They go up against the Steelers. Yeah. Well, if you watch that Denver game, and I feel sorry for you, because I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> Take my eyes! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I knew... I knew sorry. Uh, going in the last quarter, like, we got less than a touchdown lead. I was like, 100% Denver's going to lose yeah, this game. Yeah. I've seen this movie before. Yeah, they're going to let them score, and they did. Um, main thing... Lamar is week to week with a knee sprain. He's PCL, PCL. PCL, yep. yes. He's out this week. He won't play, so Huntley will get the start. And he's kind of a ready-made clone, but he's not Lamar, but he's fits into that mould very mm, well. Mm. Ravens still a very banged-up football team, um, so that's a bit of a caveat there. But, yeah, I feel like the Steelers um, and that competition between these two teams, I feel the upset as well. I've got it there. Maybe a Steelers upset incoming. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't know that. I yeah. don't hate that at all. Yeah. I will say uh, today, I believe, um, Johnson wide receiver and TJ Watt outside linebacker uh, both were limited, I believe, in practice, which they were added to the pra- to the injury report. So hopefully they'll be good to go because that's um, two of their better players. Their defense is way different with TJ Watt in it. Oh, so. oh yeah. 100%. Apples and oranges. Uh, so TJ Watt's ribs, Johnson's hip. So you'd hope. 
Injections. Isn't too bad. Just don't puncture any lungs. Yes. Yeah. I like the Steelers a bit of an upset there. And it's a big game in that division besides because the Ravens and the Bengals are still competing. Mm. And that mm. will probably lead us into the other side of that division <coughs> battle with the Browns taking on the Bengals here. Um, you know, another 5-7 and seven team taking on Bengals, 8-4. and four. I think the Bengals probably should do this easy. Watson yep. looks very rusty after what we saw last yeah, week. Yeah, he did look good. Yeah. yeah. Um, his, his main plan probably hand that ball off um, to Chubb and Hunt, but it's going to be hard to do if you're um, – down by two scores, <laughs> you know, very early on. So Chase is back for the Bengals. Um, they're looking pretty good. I wanted to have a quick check on MVP chat because I think Burrow has been playing really well and um, another really excellent week uh, last week with all his weapons back. He's Father of the there. Chiefs, apparently. Yes. Beat him three times in 2022, mm-hmm. including the AFC Championship game. Yep, yep. Which, if if you and they started really slow this year, so like they're horribly, like they're, really bad, but really obviously can beat good football teams. Yep. So that's what I would look at more so than a record is yeah. record against good teams. Yeah, I agree. Um, I th- still think their biggest concern is defense. Yeah, and offensive line. It hasn't really changed too much. Yep. But mm. uh, I against the Browns teams, they should win. I think the question become more playoff. How deep they go, Jimmy? Who? What's the MVP chat currently? Yeah, so it's a close race um, between one and two. So Patty Mahomes is two dollars twenty-five. Uh, Jalen Hurts is two fifty, mm-hmm. and that it blows out a little bit to Joe Burrow at ten dollars. Not bad. How far down is he? Is, it, is he third? Third. 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 Yeah. 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 So uh, and you got Josh Allen at twelve, and which is crazy. Tua at fifteen. It's five horse race essentially before it jumps yeah. out to the goat, Geno Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then Tyreek Hill. Hill, yeah, mm-hmm. first non-QB sitting there at $76. Mm. I think stats-wise, Jefferson's got more. Maybe he's got less touchdowns now I think about it. He's probably got more yards but less touchdowns than Hill. Jefferson's at 101s. Yeah. It's not going to a wide receiver. No, sorry, no, to, it's, sorry it's, to, it's a quarterback's award, yeah. unfortunately. But mm. Unless you do something outlandishly ridiculous, break some record from 40 years ago, then yeah. Not. Lawrence Taylor says hi? Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, he broke the sack record. That's did you know, Has a running back ever won it? Uh, AP did after he did 2K, I thought. Didn't he win it that year and then he blew his ACL out the following year? Monkey, just get a list I, of MVPs. Yeah, I think, I think he did. I think he did. I think he might be right. Essentially, but, it's 95% QBs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the last mm. two decades, since the turn of the century, um, it's been heavy, heavy quarterback. So Tyrek is leading in receptions, receiving yards. Um, Jefferson sitting at third for mm-hmm. receptions, second for receiving yards. Um, neither really yeah, getting ta- too many touchdowns. Touchdowns: Devante and Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Spoiler Travis alert: it's a cu- it's a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a quarterback. Uh, Keep the division battles going. Jets mm. take on the Bills. The 7-5 Jets take on the 9-3 Bills. Uh, two big player news. Mike White will continue to start for the Jets. And Von Miller, unfortunately, that knee injury ended up being ACL. Mm. He's having surgery season done. Horrible news. Yes. Um, on the Bills front, James Cook kind of starting to find that role we thought he would have at the start of the year. Um, filling in as that you know, cool running back in that five, you know, four or five wide set that they like to run over there in Buffalo. Um do we see the Jets hanging with the Bills? They played pretty well last yeah, week. I will yeah. give that. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense is legit. They gave up a lot of points. Had to chase uh, in that game to come back. But mm. 
Yeah, I think Mike White has elevated that offense. Um, we did talk, though, it might take a couple of weeks for defenses to start to uh, bring him in. And, you know, he had three hot games last year and then was crap afterwards. And this is his third game, so whether he'll have another <laughs> hot one and then he'll be figured out, as you will. Is he better than Zach Wilson? I think, based on stats, if you look at the yeah. numbers, he, yes, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the answer is yes. I think um, he is, yeah. If, if you're talking about, you know, small you know, sample size, though. Well, yeah, if, yeah, if you're yeah. talking about MILF smash, um, <laughs> Zach Wilson. Alleged. Alleged. It's clear, it's clear. He's got the Someone check him. Mike White's MILF history. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, yeah. I, I think the Bills, again, should sample get another win again. here. Um, <laughs> small sample size. This, uh, this, I think, would be a good football game. I really think it is in Buffalo, and hopefully it's not not under six foot of snow again. Mm, um, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it should be cold up there, but I feel Buffalo's going to win. Yeah, I, I like Buffalo here, but but who would have thought we'd be talking about the Jets two games above 500 uh, as, we, as we head down the stretch? I credit to their young talent and their drafting they've done in the last two years. They've done very well. They mm. have done excellent. MVP chat, just briefly. Uh, you were right. Adrian yes. Peterson did win the uh, the MVP in 2012, and essentially, oh, and Ladanian Tomlinson. Thank you yep. very much. 2006. Mm-hmm. Sean Alexander, Sean 2005. Alexander. So, yep. so back running back backs can do it. I think LT broke the Terrell Davis, Davis. Late 90s, 98. Barry Sanders joint. Yeah, well, yeah. T- I think again, TD went had to do 2K. LT had to break the touchdown record of all time. Like you have to be do unreal record breaking stuff to uh, win an MVP over a quarterback, and I yeah. don't think anyone's kind of in that realm currently. No, I'd agree. No. Yeah, like yeah. maybe the conversation we talked about last year, Cooper Cup with the record break. See, well, and if, any, if, if anyone in recent memory, closest out of any yeah. Yeah. triple crown, yeah, and he even he <laughs> could get get it over a quarterback. So anyway, who we who was that? He's played pretty average this year. Maybe too, uh, too many drugs, unfortunately. The, the liver king? No, we're talking Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a liver king. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe he needs to get on that liver king diet so he can then play uh, better for the Packers. Throwback to the last episode. Anyways, uh, my new team. <laughs> How <laughs> <laughs> about them boys? Texans. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You got the dud. <laughs> I don't know how many Simpsons ep- uh, references you can do in one episode, but we, we might be uh, getting sued yeah. recently. Or, anyways, uh, Cowboys take on the Texans. You'd imagine Cowboys get the job done. Yeah. Let's talk OBJ. Yes. So OBJ had visits during the week. He had Bills and Giants and then he was with the Cowboys and went to the Mavericks game with Parsons and Diggs. So, mm-hmm. you know, the big media about that and uh, out and about. Uh, it was like a proper full recruiting visit like you would for um, a college Wine and dine. Yes, exactly. Um, mm. Interesting. Cowboys, the only team, though, to leak potential knee issues, um, whether that was uh, – you know, some caveats around there. And what's, but what's the knee issue? He's recovering from an ACL. Isn't that common yeah, knowledge? Yeah, it's given. Uh, well, I, think I think it's more time frame. Time yeah, frame. they think in five weeks okay. away potentially for that. But whether if, that's to try and push the Bills that, and Giants yeah. away, because it's yeah. interesting, the Rams did the exact same thing in October. They yeah. said that OBJ's knees were bad and he wouldn't last the full season and then signed him in November. So And how are they going now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they won a Super Bowl. Yeah, that, that, so, yeah, yeah, we're yeah on that's the, same the caveat. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> so uh, I feel like from all I saw that Cowboys may be favourite 
um, out of out of the three of them. Uh, but it'll be probably another month, maybe. I'd say maybe New Year before we get a decision on where OBJ is going to play. Um, Wait for that postseason run. Exactly, exactly. Can we um, talk Dallas Cowboys, NFC? Are they the best team? Philly probably says hi on yeah, records. Eagles probably says hi on records. But you've got to give Cowboys credit considering Dak didn't play four games this year. Cooper Rush won f- three games, four games? Four, yeah, I think he won. He went four and one, so five games, yeah. I think, that yeah. Dak didn't play. So you've got to give him credit. I think from where they were, say, three years ago, as a terrible defensive team. They've really turned that around. Yeah, on its head. Yeah, those two guys, Diggs and Parsons, really have mm-hmm. added – Mm-hmm. A lot to that, but that offense is still good. They've got great running backs. The offensive line's good. Dak hasn't really had to do too much, but he's still got CeeDee Lamb and Gallup there. Add an OBJ really takes them to another level. They're a good football team. And, yeah. and we haven't even talked about the best <laughs> dual running back room in, in yeah. the NFL. Yeah, and yeah. You know, t- Tony Pollard's an RB1 in any other football team. <laughs> That's, yeah. yeah. It, it, he's, he's stuck there behind Zeke, but, you know, Zeke's still – what was the words there? He's got his, uh, you know, slidey swiftiness back a little bit. He's looking a bit more agile. Whether and maybe that's that's Pollard taking a bit of the load exactly. off. Exactly. Less, less wear and tear, less injuries, healthy. All of that probably doesn't matter against the Texans. They'll shit that yeah. in and they'll be all resting by half time. Yeah, starters, starters don't play second half here. Yeah. You yeah. can't imagine. Yeah. So, so, so back to your question, who's the one team to beat the Eagles this year? Do they play the Cowboys again? So now they've got two games against the Giants. I'm not sure if they play the Cowboys again. They, well, their division. They have to. Their division they rivals. Have to one yeah. more game they have to. They do play them again. But the one team to beat the Eagles this year is the Cowboys. Yeah, true. Uh, that one on the record is the Cowboys. Well, they, I guess that's mm. my question. Is is this their year? I think they've, as a complete team, as you know, third overall, uh, record-wise, uh, we just mentioned they're a complete team. They've got everything and. Um, you know, their offensive line might be a bit of a difference. Mm. Maybe they don't have the defensive line, but it doesn't matter when you've got the rushing talent that Parsons is. And, yeah. You know, they've still got yeah. Lawrence. Like that. I feel like they've, if they're going to make a run, this is a good year to make a run, yeah, especially agreed, where, yeah. where Dak and Zeke and that are kind of, I guess, in their contracts as well. Um, yeah. uh, I think it's per- perfect. For the Texans, not a lot to write home about. One ten and one draw. Uh, the neck uh, back to start, David Mills. I, yeah, 40 points by halftime. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, we, la- we laugh, but the, the Colts they, they, they did it on the Colts. They scored more points <laughs> yeah. in the fourth quarter than Denver has in two true. months. So, <laughs> 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 I, I, I think they're going to do a decent That's job. That's my uh, two uh, months. Yeah, I think it's pretty close. Oh, fuck <laughs> me. Oh, shit. Either way, either way. Um, Eagles Giants? Yeah, let's keep going. And yeah, yeah. Uh, another in that, you know, heavily stacked division over there. Uh, Eagles take on the Giants. Eagles hammered the Titans, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm. Big revenge game, of course, for AJ Brown. Hurts now in that deep in that MVP conversation. Mm. Really elevated his game after they got him all the weapons he needed. Um, mm. Their defense is playing really good. So another team, you know, they look like it's another year they're going to make a run. Um, they show that you know, they're coming along really well. Question is, can the Giants hang with them? 
Can they hang with good teams? I feel like they can't from what I've seen. Uh, I agree. In mm. this one, I don't think so. But but kudos to them. Their, their record is, is outstanding. Mm. Uh, the NFC... Should is, still get a wild card, I think. Yeah, the, the way that it looks, uh, the, the Giants and the Commanders could still be playing. Well, South's playing bad enough that they... Mm. Yeah, they should... Um, should get a, a fair few of them in the, through the walk-on. Jags Titans? Yes, and probably the biggest news story during the week um, was the Titans sacking their GM in Robinson, who I believe has been there six years and hasn't had a losing season. And they're leading the AFC South. And leading the AFC South. And they've just fired him. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, that's the thing. It seems very odd. Um Maybe some of that AJ Brown hammering them this week elevated that conversation. To me, it sounds like Vrabel's finally won the power struggle. So you think um, it was a yes. Pat Cummins, Justin Langer kind of situation? <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, it's interesting, the vision has resurfaced of the trade from the draft room from the Titans of the AJ Brown trade and, you know, mm. Vrabel's reaction of not you know, being not very impressed with it um, mm. kind of shows it. And I think the team statement maybe alluded to it because the business decision, Rob, the trade of Brown is excellent. You've drafted him in the second round. You're not going to pay him a giant contract, and you've got a first round in return. It's a good business. Mm. Like you've you've got your four years on him on a cheap deal. You've now got heaps of resources back. Turn that into Burks, who's now going to be there for the next four years, um, and then you're not paying him twenty plus mil a year, which is then impacting the rest of the squad. Well, they say the NFL is a business. Yes, yes. But it's interesting. What's the counter? Yeah, well, it's interesting. The owners have the statement included the words was like um, not making the player decisions that we wanted or the, or the direction of the player group that we like. Uh, to me, it that sounds... fit our vision or some yeah. fucking rubbish like that. To me, it sounds like don't get rid of our stars because we want to build, mm. build a product around them because outside of the king... What's the big name Titans you kind of think of? And not many. It's you're probably thinking Tannehill, and you're like, well, he's not in your top ten in quarterbacks. That's for sure. Like, mm, yeah. he's a guy that's a veteran that's been around who hands the ball off to the king. That's his role. Mm, mm. Um, good role. Yeah, definitely yeah. good role. But wins your games. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like they maybe it's the ownership kind of pushing that they, you know we want to win, but we want to have stars, and we probably want to win Super Bowls as well. So, mm. um, yeah, and yeah, yeah maybe. Interesting to see what next year is and do they get variable stamp of um, the design of that team going forward. Very odd, considering some teams, like Denver, use them as again. You know, their jam's been there a couple of years and they haven't had a winning season. So uh, it seems seems odd. So I've, he won't be out of job for very long, I don't think. Someone pick him up? Um, yeah. Texans, pick up the phone. <laughs> well, I mean, that's it. And, like, not to put any shit on AJ Brown, but, like, if you've got Tanner Hill as your quarterback, do you need an AJ Brown on your team? Can you business decision, business decision, yeah. business decision. So, like, like it, from that side of it, and all the moves he makes makes a lot of sense. From yeah. say the markability of the team and what the coach wants to be able to game plan and you know the weapons he needs. Yeah, different story. So you so. might not be able to bring in a good quarterback because you haven't got an AJ Brown on your team. Yeah, yeah, well, well, that's so the thing. Well, that's, also, that's if you're paying story, AJ yeah. Brown twenty mil a year, then maybe can't bring in a good quarterback. But mm. they're not they're not making any moves to try and angle to get someone. They're happy to ride Tannehill out, mm-hmm. or yeah, maybe Malik Willis is a future. Maybe well, yeah. they're, they're interesting. Who made that pick? Is that a Vabral pick yeah. or is that a Robinson pick? Yeah, interesting. 
another <coughs> another question. So yeah, interesting on in there. Outside of that, uh, for this game, Jags quietly going along, playing half decent football. Not really, you know, not not their year again. Mm. No, um, no, seeing a bit of improvement from Lawrence, which is probably the main thing for them this year. Titans handed off to the King, probably going for two hundred in this one. Agreed. Uh, his record against Jaguars is obscene. Yes, it's a beyond excellent. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go upstairs for a quick wee. Uh, Sean, you've got mm, 80 seconds to wrap up. Uh, ten, you probably don't need 80 <laughs> seconds. Well, I, I've, I've put one note there and it's lol, and then I move on to the next game. <laughs> the line would be interesting in this one. Yeah, Chiefs by a lot, I'd say. Um, yeah, Denver's banged up. Most ACLs, most guys on injured reserve. Got fuck yep. all receivers. No one's playing offense load. Who the fuck cares? Defense is good though. If you like watching defense, defense watch a Denver game. <laughs> defense um, is very good. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, the rest of it's pretty average. So yeah. see see if there's changes made in Denver at some point. The Chiefs should should get another win here. They've won the last 12, 13 in a row against Denver. Don't need to chase that. But it's, it's double digits. <laughs> um, so I think they'll continue that here. Yeah. Um, did you have any... Did you find a line, Jimmy, quickly? Uh, line or is nine and a half. Uh, that's a bit of a soft Total line, points yeah. is 43 and a half. So expecting a low score. And that's probably due to that defense well, of Denver. Denver can't score points and they'll hopefully will hold yeah. the Chiefs down to under 30. So yeah. That's it. Any news on head coach movements yet? Not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. How long do you reckon they have until they make a call on that? I don't know. Uh, I've heard for the last two months it's on me. We've got, I've got to be better. Um, so uh, it's the same same stick um, every week, and nothing changes. So yep. yeah. What about Wilson? What have you? Is there anything on Wilson? How's they're not healthy? Well, we talked about healthy. this though. It's a bit hard to throw. Dolchich, our rookie tight end, will most likely be our best receiver this week. <laughs> <laughs> so that's probably all we need to know about where Denver's at at the moment. Yeah. So. No, that's fair enough. That is hard. That is hard. Yeah. So yeah. for Wilson, all those guys he's practiced with leading up to the year, mm. none of them are playing. Um, so they're very limited. They've basically they run a heavy three tight end set for most of last week's game. So yeah, it's right. hard to put up big numbers. Like he's been efficient, hasn't turned the ball over. Yeah. Um, increased his pass percentage, but he's just as doesn't have options. So it's 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 very difficult. And throwing the protection and. Uh, yeah, you know, old running backs that aren't giving you a lot. It's, it's why they're the worst offense in football in the last sixty years. So <laughs> <laughs> it's enough about them. Let's talk Panthers, yeah. uh, Seahawks, and of course Panthers did yeah. uh, let go of Baker, and I believe PJ Walker is the starter going forward. Mm. Um, I thought this was a bit interesting when I googled Panthers notes. Uh, defensive end Henry Anderson. Uh, revealed he had a stroke in October and is still keen to play this week. Jeez. Um, which is pretty That's crazy. Wild. It kind of reminds me of um, who was a middle linebacker for Patriots, Teddy Bruschi, yeah, who yeah. had a had a stroke and then a week later was playing in an AFC Championship game. So uh, crazy, crazy things. Um, if you have a stroke, I wouldn't recommend going and playing NFL <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks later. Um, who the fuck had a stroke? Uh, Henry Anderson had a stroke in October and is hoping to play this week. Jesus. That is wild. It is wild. That's absolutely crazy. And that is that is my note there. It is wild. Um, mm. Outside of that, for this game, Kenneth Walker still a bit banged up. Uh, DK's mm. been sick. I think he should be good to go. Um, either way, there should be too much for the Panthers team and the Seahawks get a victory here. 
Who's starting running back? Sorry, have you already discussed that? Four. The Seahawks. Because if Kenny Walker's no good, uh, they had Dallas went down. Uh, they had Homer, Travis Homer. Travis Homer. 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 Yeah. I think it's Homer. Uh-huh. I think he took over the load um, yeah. following that. Yeah, I think I think, it, I think that's correct. Sounds about right. Um, um. But like I said, either way, I think they just have too much for what the Seahawks, uh, for what the Panthers can put on them. Agreed, agreed. Buccaneers 49ers, interesting. Juicy, that's juicy. Yeah, it is, especially considering the 49ers have lost their second quarterback for the season. Jimmy D, done for regular season. I think the potential they could become like AFC, um, sorry, the championship game, maybe Super I think the championship game, Super Bowl is where, if they make it that deep, where he could come back. It's like seven, was it seven weeks? I can't remember exactly. Anyway, broken foot, needs surgery. Um, We'll only be back late. It looks like they're going to stick with Mr. Irrelevant. Um, how do you say Brock's last name? Purdy. Purdy. Brock, Brock Purdy, uh, who is their rookie quarterback who will play. Um, as mentioned, they didn't claim anyone. So I think he's the starter. I don't think – I think they added Josh Johnson from Denver's practice squad on as a backup. I don't think they'll go to him. Nah, from what I've heard, it's, it's going to be Purdy. The Purdy's the yeah. word. Be interesting because um, they go yep. up against the GOAT and is this a good idea considering, you know, we talked about he, a couple of minutes ago he – uh, with a couple minutes to go, he won that Saints game um, uh, with two scores. Uh, you know, giving Andy Dalton, I think he's fourteenth loss in a row in prime prime time. Unfortunately Ooh. for the Red Rifle. Ouch. Um, so yeah, I feel like you know, even though they're an eight and four team, even though the defense is playing pretty well, they're pretty healthy uh, ish on the offensive side of the ball. I don't know if forty carries. In this one for CMC's, the way to victory, um, and maybe the Buccaneers have too much for him. I don't. Know. I feel like that could. Be I the think they must get it done as well. Yeah. Like third string quarterback, Mister Irrelevant for for any of our uh, more Australian based viewers. Uh, yeah. Mister Irrelevant is the last man taken in in the draft. Picked two hundred and forty-six. Yeah, I think after it's all, it's uh, deep. It's deep, yeah. but obviously not irrelevant. He's playing. Sunday afternoon football against the the greatest mm-hmm. quarterback of all time. He was born after Tom Brady started his Half NFL. Half born career. after Tom Brady started his league at this point. <laughs> wild, <laughs> absolutely wild. Yeah, definitely wild. Uh, um, speaking of Tom Brady, yeah. he has been three and one since his divorce. Um, just cut off that baby. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's it's no more distractions. Yeah, it's it just won't. football exactly. Um, it actually looks like he's put back on a bit of weight. You know how he, he looked like he trimmed down a bunch. Oh, yeah. So when he was on meth, yeah. Well, exactly. He looked like he doing some crack, but um, Florida, uh, yeah, Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida to him, man. Yeah. But he's, he's looking good. And I think he's happy. Um, he had that. He had, he had that quote of, uh, you know, just how we just how he drew it up. So, uh, yeah, it's it's. I, I think Tom's maybe turn, they're turning the corner a little bit here. The, the Buccaneers, and we'll have to see. How far they go? A big game here against 49ers. Uh, speaking of so. uh, speaking of Antonio Brown, he's still locked up in his house mm. uh, with police sitting outside. There was a picture floating around on the <laughs> internet um, of a lady that does look a lot like Giselle in his bed. Fake. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it is actually. It looks like a younger woman than Giselle. Fake. Yeah, it's, it's most likely. There's no fake. way she's going there, right? Yeah. Fake. Yeah. Well, you know that that's. 
That's AB's been doing that rumor um, for a, a little while, even leading up to the yeah, divorce. But yeah, a, you guys heard of Photoshop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fake. Can we talk about football? <laughs> uh, well, let, let's talk about uh, what were they pick? Twelve and thirteen, or thirteen and fourteen. The Dolphins taking on the Chargers. We got Tua taking on Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Dolphins did lose their game last week to Mister Irrelevant. Um, uh, Tua does lead the Pro Vol votes at the moment. Took over Justin Jefferson. They having, having an unbelievable year. Yes, yes, but they have struggled against elite defenses and did struggle against the Forty Niners last mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. What they do face this week is not an elite defense in the Chargers who are banged up, sitting at six and six, and very much relying on Herbert at the moment to keep them in football games. Mm. Do I think they challenge uh, the Dolphins here? Probably not. Maybe a bit. Maybe a bit of points in this one. I think Dolphins get the job done. I agree. I think the Finns are looking good. Uh, I think the AFC West will be the Chiefs and no one else. Mm. Is is my take on mm. that one? Yeah, it looks like where it's at is in the NFC with Eagles, Vikings, and Cowboys. My team. <laughs> <laughs> Finished with Monday Night Football, Patriots taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Team very much struggling at the moment. Yeah, a bit of a snooze fest for Monday night, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, interesting story, I guess, uh, from last week's Thursday night game uh, with the Patriots. Uh, with Mac Jones blowing up at P- Matt Patricia, their their offensive mm-hmm. uh, coordinator and play caller, that the you know the run game wasn't going and passed the fucking ball uh, was the the exact quote. Um, was Matt Patricia there last year? No, he was lines coach. No, uh, yeah, I think you're up. No, when did Dan Campbell? No, no I think I think you're right. Think, think Wait, right? Yeah. I can't remember. If, I think that, I feel like this is Campbell's second year. Well, maybe he was, because if I was Matt Patricia, I'd be reminding. Mac Jones of a game that they beat Buffalo where he completed two passes. True, true. Uh, also, Patricia mm. is, you know, a defensive coordinator uh, historically. So Fair. it's an interesting one going around at the moment. But, yeah, the Pats team just, as the record probably uh, shows, is they're middle of the pack, which is quite interesting because there's heaps of rumours floating around this week of a potential reunion with Brady uh, going back to New New England next season after his contract is up, which would be when he's eighty seven years old. Close. Well, <laughs> now he's divorced. He can, he's going to play into his fifty. That's that's yeah. that's one hundred percent. That's guaranteed at this point. Yeah, he can move back up to to Boston in the cold weather. Yeah, I just it's good for arthritis. Yeah, I just <laughs> feel like why the Pats team really hasn't improved since you left. Legacy. Whereas, I don't, I don't whereas know. The, whereas I don't the know. Bucks team, Bucks team, I think has more. Talent, yeah, but receiver and running in the receiver position specifically. Um, defensive, he's probably you give the give that to the Patriots, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see the reasoning for that. But uh, you know, never know, maybe the Buccaneers want to go younger at quarterback. It, al- it also might just be clickbaity bullshit, yes, yes, yes. But usually, like, I mean, there's all the talk around. Well, when Brady left to Patriots, it was kind of this time of year where they started that. Agents, agents start leaking things and they start kind mm. of putting yeah. feelers mm. out. This is 100% a feeler where they go, you know, Bill Bill, Bill goes, oh, no, we haven't had that conversation. And then he gives Brady a ring and is like, you, you're actually really considering this? And then you, that's where the conversation starts. So, sure. Yeah, so I, so. I doubt it. Um, on the cards, side of football, Hopkins and Moore a bit banged up, didn't train today. 
Oh, big question is, can the Cards win a football game at this point? Um, and this one, yes, I think they can. Yeah, I just don't think they're good enough uh, to get past the Patriots' defence. And I think the Patriots will do enough, mm. score 20 points, and they'll win this game. Yep. That's the way I feel. And, yeah, a bit yeah, of a sense. down year and a bad season for Kyler and um, the Cardinals. At least there probably won't be a new war zone next year, so maybe they can turn it <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty, that is. Yes, yes, yep. yes. Globally, perhaps. Yes. Uh, <laughs> only other news uh, was a few rumours Matt Ryan was going to get cut because he could potentially go to 49ers because he and Kyle Shanahan have that connection from their run to Super Bowl at the Falcons. Hasn't happened yet and they're on their bye uh, at the moment so don't see any of that happening anytime soon. Uh, the only news on Matt Ryan is I saw that he signed with the Timberwolves. Matt Ryan of Lakers fame. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he finished up at the World Cup. Um, Three Matt Ryans. There we go. Yeah. We were talking about Steve we Smith, Steve <laughs> Smith before, the, before the show started. There you go, Matt Ryan. And he's playing, yeah, well, playing basketball. Mm. He's yeah. All over the place. Well, I guess maybe that's our segue. That's NFL Speaking done. Let's go well. into the basketball. Jimmy? Give us a chef. Curry, Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! Uh, let's start in the East, and the Celtics are the best team in the NBA currently. They are 21-5, and five, and it seems they're only going to get better. They are expecting Robert Williams third back within the next week or two. Uh, the big centre has been back, uh, or has been out, sorry, um, for, for all of the NBA season so far with a knee clean-out. What that actually pertains to, I am unsure. Uh, so big Alf, Al Horford has had to do the majority of the heavy lifting for the talls there at the Boston Celtics. He actually um, just re-signed for two years, $20 million at 36 years of age. So he's going to go through to be a 38-year-old big in the NBA, which is pretty wild in itself. Um, and it seems like a bit of a two-horse race there at the top of the East uh, with the Bucks. Expecting Chris Middleton back, who, uh, well, not expecting. They actually got him back, uh, made his season debut yesterday, our time against the Kings. Looked pretty good. 29 minutes, not bad. Uh, first game back after breaking his wrist uh, and having that operated on um, at the start of the season. I think both of these teams are leaps and bounds ahead of anyone else in the East. And then well, the, the middle that, is interesting. That was going to be my question there is those two teams in third and fourth with the Cavs and Nets, mm. can they chase them at all? I feel like the Nets have progressed from where they were. Um, do I feel like they can challenge, you know, chase those top two? Maybe not. But then the Cavs, I think, have, they've probably been the surprise packet um, so far. And uh, I do really like them. But I just feel like they're, they feel like a third team. They feel like a third wheel to me. Mm. Let's start with the Nets. At the start of the year, we were laughing at the at the situation in Brooklyn. Yep. Um, absolute mayhem surrounding Kyrie Irving and his statements and well, the and suspension well and, 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 and KD. And it seems like KD thinks he's better than the rest of the team, which he is. And then there's all <laughs> the Ben Simmons chat that he's broken, et cetera, et cetera. And Ben Simmons has been playing. Lights out. Absolute fire. Yeah, well, I think he's fi- he's fi- finally found the role that suits him perfectly, which is defense. Just play defense. <laughs> well, he, he's always uh, known that he's, yeah. he's quite good at that. But, but also, well, as in that he's not reliant on to be the dude. Like, he's the dude that dishes now. He plays yeah. the defense and dish it off to the guys that 
will score you the big points. Um, and they've kind of allowed him into that role because I feel like in Philadelphia he was asked to do a lot with the B to try yeah. and take them. And yeah. even when Jimmy Buckets yeah. was there, I feel like he was still asked to do a lot to get them mm. into wins. Whereas I feel like at the Nets, it's the opposite of that. He's mm. more of he's playing. He's more of a role guy playing yeah. his role very very well. Mm. Um, in addition to the, those guys we just mentioned in Durant and um, uh, Kyrie to get the wins. Their their form speaks for itself. They're they're playing very well. Seven and three in their last ten, and uh, mm-hmm. have been climbing up the standings there in the East. Uh, yeah. Look, Which is a big change because they would have been seven and nine. So yeah. And that that might be, and not to say Ben Simmons was a difference, but it kind of aligns very much with with, with him, his him, run of form, yeah, him back and getting in the form. Indeed, indeed. It also speaks volumes to how long the NBA season is awesome. as well. You know, we're we're looking literally just past a quarter, and you know, if you check the tape five six weeks ago, we thought Brooklyn were in trouble. Yeah, we thought they were cooked. Yeah, but it's I a th- long game. I think, uh, as we said, what the week or last week or week before is, um, we'll give all these teams a Christmas and then we'll make some Christmas. Yeah, we got two weeks, yeah. boys. Yeah. Who who makes the cut? So yes, a few games between then and now. Yep. Middle of the pack there in the East, uh, the Cavs. Probably not middle of the pack. We we did not touch the, on them, but looking. Yeah, unbelievable with, third, with with yeah. Spider Mitchell there. Middle of the pack, uh, we're talking Atlanta, Indiana, Toronto, Philadelphia, New York, Miami. Mm-hmm. Tight, yeah. like like a tiger. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of guys that played um, playoffs uh, last year in that bunch. Trey doing Trey things. Pace mm-hmm. has probably been a bit of a surprise packet. Raptors Sixers probably where you <coughs> expect him, I suppose. The Heat, probably the only disappointing team yeah. there. They, they currently sit 10th. Considering where they were, where they finished last year. So. Mate, two or three games and they could be sitting fifth. So, speaks to... Yeah, again, go on a good run. Yeah. yeah. As you do in basketball, go on a good run. That's it, uh, even going down to the Bulls as well. Well, the, bull, so the Bulls is Bulls concerning there at 12th. Yeah. Again, long season. Yeah, Win four in a row and you're in seventh. So, <laughs> I think we can agree lines through. I'm going to do it early in the in the year. Charlotte, Detroit, and uh, Orlando lines through. Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy with that. Need a very big change of fortune, yeah. uh, and I don't see it. Paolo Banchero, rookie of the year, hands down. He's yeah, he's killing it. In the West, West has a new leader. In the New Orleans Pelicans, which the last is weeks. crazy to think about. It is. It is. They've won five straight. They're ten from their last twelve. Zion looks lean, <laughs> lean and very mean. Looks good. He's Not busting shoes. Nah. <laughs> uh, Zion going through the yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Mm, quite quite <laughs> funny. Can't the man just have a fucking <laughs> happy meal or wherever he was once in a while? He's averaging 24 points per game and he's mm. looking like a number one overall draft pick. Uh, mm. However, the, the rest of his supporting cast is is quite good. They have seven mm. players averaging double digits. Obviously, Zion, Brandon Ingram, who they haven't had for the yeah. majority of that five win streak. CJ McCollum, Jonas Valanciunas, and then guys you might not have heard of. In Trey Murphy and Herbert Jones, in Jose Alv- Alvarado and Larry Nance, uh, also sort of chipping in. Uh, are they for real? 
if they even mm. if they drop a bit of form and keep it going, they should still finish in the top ten. Like a still a playoff team. Yeah, I feel like they've kind forget of top ten. They'll they'll finish top four. Yeah, top I've, four. Yeah, 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 I think so. Heard it here first. Top four. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> uh, I'm, I might not guarantee that spot by the end of the season, but I think they will definitely be in the playoffs in some form at, at this rate. So, mm. yeah, I think they've they've really shown um, improvement, and I think that that the way they have so many double digit scores kind of shows um, the team kind of game there. I guess they're playing with uh, Zion as the head. Mm. Um, come playoff time, maybe that's an issue. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but for now, winning in regular season games, it's it's doing a, doing a good job. That's a good point as well. And it's what makes the NBA such a unique sport is the number one seed doesn't necessarily pertain to the best team in yeah. the league. Yeah, because once you get deep in the playoffs, it's then you know the best five on five. Um, yeah, and yeah, it makes a big difference at that point. Great point. Uh, in the next week or two, what's going to be really interesting is uh, these three times that mm-hmm. the Pelicans will play the Suns. Uh, very juicy. Uh, yeah. Devin Booker is uh, averaging 28.5 points per game. The Suns just doing Suns things over the last few years. Uh, that's going to be uh, a spicy matchup to keep an eye on is moving it, forward. He's dating a Kardashian and didn't Chris Paul you know, have an affair with one of the Kardashians during the week? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> According to Kanye, <laughs> which... <laughs> Which could be oh. I don't know Let's Maybe we keep it on basketball <laughs> Maybe the earth is flat Maybe some things about Certain uh, ethnic groups I don't, I, I don't really want to go down that Yeah That, that path yeah. How's, how's that, them grizzlies? Yeah. <laughs> Char Morant Let's talk about how good Char is Yes, yes. Segway Good job <laughs> Goes oh. back on track uh. you, know, you know what uh, I'm going to do it I've been thinking about it all week uh, <laughs> well, the, the Kardashians. It, it, pertain, it pertains to that. Yeah, well, gen, general <laughs> advice if you're a man, stay away from that family. The Great Cricketer. Love you guys. Uh, really good podcast. Get mm-hmm. a lot of our gear from you guys. I turn on The Great Cricketer this week, just mm-hmm. wanting to hear a bit, little bit of, you know, mm-hmm. back and forth. Uh, quite educated. Apparently quite good cricketers in their time. Uh, just, just a little bit of yarn regarding the cricket. What did I get? They've, they've got a big deal with Disney. Apparently, Disney Plus. And I had the first 40 seconds of the podcast was talking about the Kardashians. <laughs> and I just so I so fucking <laughs> bang my head against the fucking wall. Because I just wanted to I just wanted to hear about Scott Bowen. I just wanted to hear about Michael Nisa. <laughs> and the Kardashians, anyways. Yeah. Shout out Disney uh, Plus. Uh, send us a sponsorship with Yeah, I'll sell we're, we're, I'll we're, sell we're myself. Ha- we're turn it yeah, what's Chloe doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How's her NBA team going? Let's let's see. Uh, anyway, Grizz, uh, Grizzlies, Kings. Yeah. <laughs> How the Kings? Yeah, still doing good. They're, they're beating me up, Scotty. Yeah, they're beating, they, yeah, still, they're still beating good. me up. Still got good. They're going. They're fifth they're at the moment. They're fire. Yeah. They're fire. Well, I meant recently. It's still yeah, yeah, six still, and four in the last ten. No, nah, so. they're still going good. That that big purple fucking ray of light or yeah. whatever it is. The beam. <laughs> the beam. Beam me up, Delhi. <laughs> uh, Grizz and Nugs is, I suppose, where where you'd expect. Uh, I think the Nugs played a fire game today against the Blazers. Went to, went like 121, 120 last shot. Yeah. Nugs will do things with Jokic there. Yeah, well, Murray's back healthy. That's mm. that's probably the big difference for them. And 
again, playoff conversation, that's really what I think they need as a team. They need a guy like Murray um, to be little Robin to Jokic Batman. Mm. Um, I, I think last week we were looking at the Mavericks and they've kind of righted the ship there with three straight, so um, getting themselves into seventh position. Golden State still at 500. Lakers still have been okay, but they've lost the last two. Anthony Davis has been really good for them. Uh, so in, good. In, in the fact that they still lose. Unfortunately, they're still losing matches. But um, uh, but but recent form, I think they're 8-4 and four yeah. since early November. Mm-hmm. Monks, can you get us, uh, if you wouldn't mind, a market, sports bet or otherwise, um, as to the MVP yeah, race? Because yeah. Lucas should be leading it quite handedly. Mm. So, but Anthony Davis should have shot up the ranks. He had forty-four uh, against the Bucks. They win. Mm-hmm. That's important. He had fifty-five. Mm-hmm. Repeat, fifty-five mm-hmm. and seventeen boards against the Wizards. They win. Yeah. This is the brow that everyone had been expecting. He's got to stay healthy. That's the thing. Mm. As long as he's healthy, he's an elite player. Uh, why he finished finding that? I just say, I guess. Following on what we said for the East, uh, Spurs and Rockets put a line through them. They are most likely done. Done, cooked, turned yep. them over. MVP chat? It's not Luca. It is not Luca. Uh, we got Giannis the Greek Freak up there as. I think he uh, was there last week. Tied favourites. Uh, I think so. Yeah, uh, three seventy-five. Uh, Jason Tatum, uh, three seventy-five as yeah, well. They, oh, this rings a bell. Tat- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That Tat- hasn't changed too much. Yeah. Wait, keep no. going down there. Uh, Where, Luke where's Anthony Davis? Luca's sitting at $4. Steph Curry's at $8. Joel Embiid is at 14 And then we've got Anthony Davis at 21 Yeah, well, the Joker's not on that list for the guy that's gone back-to-back. So. True, 26. Yeah, so he's yeah. down, yeah, a couple down on that list. So, yeah, that's, as your point, perhaps, Anthony Davis shooting up into that MVP chat. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you got to make the play in if you want to be MVP. <laughs> Interesting. Still long season. Yeah. Long season. Long season. Long season. Come, ne- come back at Christmas. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. We've never said anything that'll bite us on the ass. Yeah. Are India afraid of the Gabba? <laughs> oh, there's a lot more since then, but anyway. <laughs> All right. Should we talk final round? Final round and some fighting to finish us up. Give us a ding ding. What did you get it? You didn't hit it hard enough. I hit it too hard. Let's look back. Last week, there was a UFC event. Uh, the Wonder Boy Thompson getting the win against Kevin Holland, corner stoppage. And uh, Rafael Dos Anjos getting the win against Brian Barberina. I suppose the biggest talking point for us Aussies was Ty Shuivasa uh, getting get KO'd yeah. by Sergey Pavlicic. Did you catch highlights or this live? Yeah, I, I watched this. I got, I got all these live. Um, Minute, unfortunately. Um, just came out there throwing bombs and uh, I can't remember if we did that in our preview. Just whoever comes out swinging and whoever comes out the other end will be the winner. And Stand, Standard heavyweight fucking yeah, haymaker yeah, yeah, shit. And, um, you know, the Russian uh, has power and uh, you know, everyone's been talking about what, putting him up against uh, Francis Nganu. Mm. I think all the recent rumours is there's a done deal with him and Jones. I've for, heard, I have heard the same. For, for a title fight. So um, he, sometime in the early year once his knee is good. So uh, the heavyweight division might have to wait a little bit, but yeah, unfortunate for Tua um, to go over in there and 
get knocked out in spectacular fashion. Um, the Wonder Boy, uh, um, Kevin Holland, Holland fight was uh, excellent. Um, yeah. Uh, Holland broke. What was even more impressive, he broke his right hand, his you know, main punching hand, mm. in the first round, um, and uh, got multiple takedowns throughout the fight and refused to wrestle. Uh, he yeah. so he wanted the stand up fight, which is a bit gangster. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But then you know, uh, it was a bit of a war on the feet, and uh, Wonder Boy was piecing him up um, with his karate style. Landed some massive kicks. Um, credit to Kevin for not going down for any of that. Uh, but yeah, the corner had seen enough after four rounds and said, "Yeah, you don't need another round of getting your ass handed to you." So, yeah, it was a pretty good fight card. Um, RDA won his fight and immediately called out Conor McGregor, uh, as you do, <laughs> considering he missed out in his red panties night all that time ago. Um, seeing if he can get Conor on the rematch, and the rumors though, uh, in the last day is Conor and Michael Chan that will be the fight early next year. So, well. Have to see what that looks like in the lightweight division, probably around February, March, I'd say. Do you think the whole Connor being worth, you know, 10, 20 times more than everyone else puts a little bit of a stain on the uh, perceived interest in the lightweight division? Uh, he's not holding it up, though. I think it's the main No, thing. he's not. He's not. He's on a yoke, you know. I'm yeah. a yacht. <laughs> that's, that's half yacht, half boat. <laughs> yeah. For those following it, just a yacht around. Yacht is going to yacht. Um, How long's a yacht? It's oh. Not twenty-one feet. It's probably not 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 twelve foot dinghy. Maybe it's a it's it's beast. Beast. <laughs> beast. The yoke. The yoke's a beast. Big, it's, it's one one hundred and twenty eighth of an inch. Yeah. Uh, Yoda's gonna yoke. Uh, do you think? Do you think Connor always hang, hanging around the? Middle of the lightweight division, I, I, stains the the. I get your point, interest. but I think for this this room and fire mm. makes a lot of sense. Michael Chandler coming off back to back losses or mm. big loss again, a big win against Tony Ferguson, and then another mm. loss. He's kind of out of the title picture at the moment. Mm-hmm. Connor, of course, out of the title picture. Mm-hmm. They both like to stand up and and bang, go to war. That sells fights. That sells pay per views. Yeah. I'll be interested. Connor, Connor is Connor's a massive still name. Very, so, uh, very marketable. Like, yeah, I sense. think that all fits really nicely. Um, yeah. I think if Connor was probably again, which he has been angling for Dustin Poirier for, um, mm-hmm. uh, I think that ho- I'm less interested in and holds up the division a bit more because of where yeah. Dustin is and Dustin's kind of again pushing his way into another potential. Title fight. Yep. Uh, yeah. Does have bad um, staff infection at the moment. So mm. um, was back in hospital getting work done on his foot. His foot looks like this. It's like a fucking Ugh. football. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yucky, yeah. yucky. Um, so, yeah, that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. Fair no, enough. definitely. I think, yeah, the, the top of the lightweight division sort of all sort of sorted itself out. Like you have had those fights. It's, yeah, you just need this next round of like just – Gatekeeper fights or whatever you want to call it. To, yeah, well, some to fun fights. the order for the next title fight. And I think like Michael Chandler, I think he, I don't know how old he is, but I feel like he Getting was, on. He's, was like 36, 37. Yep. Like he, his last title run is done. Yeah. Potentially yeah. done. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe a good reset is a massive win over Conor McGregor. Like that might help if you want to do <laughs> like a final run, but fun fights make a lot of sense now. 36. Uh, at, at his point in career. So. Right and I think Connor's probably getting into around that range as well, um, considering how long he's been in uh, mixed martial arts. The Possibly so. slightly younger. I think he's slightly younger, but he's still, I think he'd be mid-30s at this point. He's so. like our age, I think. Ugh. 
Don't want to think of it like that. <laughs> so, um, here's another one for you. How does Connor stay motivated to be training and and hitting the bag and sparring day in day out when you are on a, on a yacht uh, in, in the middle of the Mediterranean or wherever you may be? Is it is would it be hard to maintain peak physical shape? Oh, uh, well, if it, there there is the classic. Um, uh, Throughout mixed martial arts, there's been those classic takes of like uh, the in-shape DC or the the clean John Jones, the motivated Ma- Conor McGregor is the next one because, mm. um, yeah, he went on his elite run uh, to get to that point. Do I think he's that motivated? I don't think he has been for years, but mm, yeah. um, he'll happily collect his paychecks. Um, mm. You know, maybe a big win over Michael Chandler gives him a push for, you know, another Floyd Mayweather fight. Like I think that... That's probably that's more, the motivation. Yeah, that's probably more in the wheelhouse. But at this point, after you know selling a large portion of his shares in proper twelve, he's he's clear. Like no, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't think it matters anymore. So um, uh, we'll see. We'll see. You ask a very good question. Is he motivated? Um, who knows? Age? Money's not a motivator for him. Uh thirty-four. We're younger than that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not by much. Yeah, not You're saying there's still a chance? Yeah. No, uh, there is no chance. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> TJ Pillashaw Dillashaw retired aged 36 uh, during the week. Um, there were some back and forth of he was removed from the roster, but then I think he you know, kind of officially said he was retiring. Um, more jokes going like he'll go retire for 12 months, get on that Conor McGregor juice and then be back. Yada, um, yada, yada. Et cetera. Uh, which kind of fits well with uh, if he needs to, say, rebuild his shoulders at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so some extra juice might help out with a bit of that. Um, so we'll we'll see. Either way, former bantamweight champion, 22 million, um, mixed martial arts fights, 17-5. All about five in the UFC. Debuted, debuted in 2012-2012. We'll have the biggest asterisk of anyone in the UFC for who's <laughs> essentially um, Lance Armstrong uh, version of doping in the UFC. So, yeah, it is what it is. Mate, he's still, he's still a former champ and got caught after he was a champ. Yes. But he still blow, blood doped the shit out of it. With yeah. The uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we've had... Since Yassad has been brought in, there hasn't been a bigger case of... Um, cheating. cheating like that you know like it's pretty well known in back in pride in early UFC days oh it wasn't everyone, it wasn't in the contract yeah, every, in the, yeah everyone was day. shooting roads up their ass so yeah. mm. so what we're gonna go do after the show yeah so they live a king diet <laughs> oh yeah a little primals I guess we should talk about the what was a big UFC card kind of lost a little bit of weight. Uh, um, but it's interesting. The, the top end of this card obviously lost its main event. So, But middle of the card, yeah. I, I think it's still a solid card. Uh, true. Uh, I hate that it lost um, Robbie Lawler as well yep. um, on yep. this because mm-hmm. uh, yep. you know, Robbie probably doesn't have that many fights left in his career. But we are talking about UFC 282 happens on Sunday. We do have an interim light heavyweight title fight. Um, we do have Paddy the Batty, to name a few. Darren Till versus uh, not Faf Dupacy, the other Dupacy <laughs> of cricket fame. So That's good. I think, I think he's Dupacy. smashed the surname there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, a featherweight uh, battle as well with uh, Bryce Mitchell, who's been uh, coming up the ranks very, very quickly. So 
I think you hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of good fights. Actually, there's a massive heavyweight fight there on the Rosenstruck. Uh, yeah, on the yeah. prelims as well. Yeah. Rosenstruck, Dorcas, that'll be fun. Yeah, and I think Dorcas is probably mid mid ranked, isn't he, at the moment? So we can um, Buckley's down there as well. There's a few on the prelim, on the prelim. Granted, it is a main event and it's an interim title fight, and there's a lot of asterisks around. The main biff, but uh, I don't know. I still think it's a it's a so, fun card. So I'll let you take care of the names of the main card. Who, who, who's who's contesting the light heavyweight division? Jan Blahovic is taking on Magomed Ankalaev. Yes. So Ankalaev, Un- he's uh, he's one of them Dagestani think, type characters, I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so if it goes to ground, probably wrestle the shit out of Jan. Jan's a huge dude though for this division. So it it's quite interesting considering he had the title. Start the year, I believe. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and uh, and it's uh, changed hands a few times. Yeah, well, yes, yes. Um, the two guys that will miss out on this fight um, in in Teixeira and Prohaka. Yes, who didn't? Um, uh, of course, Yuri with the big injury and uh, Glover with uh, didn't want to take either ones of those. And there was a bit of back and forth with whether UFC fucked that up or uh, whether it's his camp. But either way, misses out, and we get this. And I think this is a pretty interesting kind of fight overall. Mm. Um, the Dagestani is a bit of a, I don't want to say unknown, but he's just not a massive name in that division. This division's kind of been quiet, I guess, yeah. since John Jones cleared it out and then yeah. fucked off. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the those three we previously mentioned have been the, at the top there. So, How's this? Blahovic is 39. That's older than expected. Like I was thinking maybe mid-30s, maybe even early oh, 30s. He's been around for a hot minute. But only sort of superstardom in the last few years. Yep, yep. So, yeah, I've, I think a lot of people are feeling there's going to be another um, uh, interim. Yeah, well, another Dagestan champion uh, by the end of this. Palming so, them out in Dagestan. Yeah, I just, I don't know. Wrestling. I really like Jan's power though. So, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And that's the that's the tale of the story, isn't it? Is if this is a stand up fight. You got to watch out for the left, right, good night of yarn. But if it goes to ground, Dagestani uh, bears, res- <laughs> bears, <laughs> indeed. You got to you got to watch out for Uncle Ayev. Yeah. Next one, Paddy the Baddy. Oh, Paddy the Baddy. Oh, Paddy the Baddy. The pride of Liverpool. I'm talking about Paddy Pimlet, not Stephen Gerrard. I- and that's actually a good segue there because I think they announced UFC two six two eight six. Sorry, is in London. Makes sense. There'd be so many Pommy fans, you know, that, that yeah. would love, and love I, to see. I this. think it fits really well time wise for both um, him and Darren Till to potentially get a good win here and then back up onto another pay per view. Get uh, me yeah. Molly on there. She probably want to back up. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good fights uh, coming, coming out of here. Probably England. the Leon Edwards to as the main event. Makes sense. Makes sense. Jared Gordon, anyone heard of this bloke? Well, I think that's probably the the one issue with Paddy uh, being the co-main uh, here is he hasn't really made his way through the rankings quite yet, so he's still getting guys like you know he, he himself, I believe, that unranked. He's getting guys that are also unranked uh, in this division. So, which kind of speaks back to your earlier point as he's getting fast tracked. He's a big well, big name. well fast track, but maybe a diluted card. Yeah, in terms of a main event. Yeah, it's yeah, it's lost its it's lost its big one, and as a co-main, it's. I, I get it. You know, Paddy's been doing bits on, on the YouTubes and with his own podcasts. Um, he had Dana on during the week. Um, so He's a sick 
See you next Tuesday. Let, let's be honest. Yeah, he blows out. He smashes pizza and beer when he's when he's not training, <laughs> and, and then he he gets in shape and and kills people. It's well, he, cool. I, I loved his quote during the week. He's just like, I'd rather be fat and happy than have abs. So yeah, yeah. A, which is what we all we all statement. Agree. Yeah, that's yeah. A, we all live by this. Well, this guy on my right <laughs> used to have absolute cheese graters. Used used to used to. And I think they're there. I think they're still there. Yeah, mine are still it's, there. Just, well, I think as, we, well as we go down the table, yeah. it starts. It starts to lose. It starts to lose the the achievability, if yeah. that's a word, of of uh, of finding said cheese donuts. Yeah, we're we're on the spectrum of dad bods. No kids, one kid, two kids. So there you go. <laughs> cause <laughs> cause, cause and equals correlation. Yeah. Cause and effect. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it is, correlation and cause. The more kids you have, the fatter you get. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Ladies and definitely. gentlemen. Oh, that is that's fucking funny. Uh, All right, yeah. boys. Uh Paddy the Baddie, uh is he looking shredded or is I he believe, is yes. he looking more like this end of the table? Nah, he's, no, he's he's shredded at the moment. Darren Till's actually looking he, shredded. I saw that cut. earlier. Um I think of a lot of us probably thinking Darren Till um thinking Paddy the Baddie as favourite in this one. We don't know yeah. who this bloke is. I've looked him up. Jared John Gordon, 34 years of age, out of Queens, New York. The king of Queens. Good show. 34 years old. Mm, quite old, quite old. Uh, mixed martial arts record, 19 and 5. Not a bad record. How many fights in the UFC, you might ask? Plenty. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like double digits. <coughs> five years in the UFC. So... Uh, Maybe it's kind of a, a testament to his economy stuck middle pack. Paddy's been fast track. We know what happens to fast track guys. They tend to do pretty well. Yeah, yes. Um, so he needs to keep that train a chugging. Um, um, yeah. Other news of Paddy, uh, Jake Paul, yeah, sparring fight. Except yeah. the one mil off. I think we talked about yeah. this last week. Yeah, mentioned it. They mentioned it. it. I think it's yeah. like they're locking in a date now. So Oh, very good, very good. Yeah. Um, that will be interesting viewing, of course. Yeah. Um, yes. uh, the catch weight. This is uh, in at the one eighty. This is the uh, Robbie Lawler um, fight. Fill in. Yeah, fill yep. in. So, um, is it Alex? Is the fill in? I feel like he's the fill in. Maybe he's not. We're talking uh, about Alex Morono versus Santiago Ponzinibbio, <laughs> dirty Argentine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, he, no, no, as, uh, as a soccer, like, yeah, not, soccer not, not, yeah. not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Love the country, hate the football. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Hate the player, not the game. Yeah. He <laughs> fought like a month ago, I think. Um, so or not even, actually, no, he fought like, can you just go down his record? He would be there. He fought. Can, can we have a look at the years on this? Uh, we, talk, we talked about that last time. I I did look at the picture and I was like, I'm pretty sure we talked about his ears last time. So can you just scroll They're down? Not, that, that's two cauliflowers stapled yes. to a man's head. Yes. Can we get get his record, please? I want to see where he lasts. Uh, Argentinian Italian heritage. Yeah, Where are we going? Uh, so last... No, it was May. Okay. Uh, I thought it was more recent than that. Against Coming off like Mikel Pereira. Yeah, so he he steps in here, I believe. Um, uh, Alex, other way Alex, Alex is stepping in. in. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think so. Santiago um, withdrew with a staph infection. Um, uh. Must have healed up. Oh no! Wait, sorry, no. They were previously supposed to fight in two thousand nineteen. Uh. Um, Santiago. So they're running, running back. Okay. Yeah, they're running it back. Um, he had the staph infection, and then. Um, 
yeah, obviously Lawler's um, got an injury, so he withdrew, and Alex Morono is filling in. Catch weight, 180. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they couldn't make the world's weight. So, yes. uh, middleweight, Darren Till taking on uh, Duplessis. Um, uh, can you find out if he's a relation or not? Oh, well, where, we, where do we go back to? Adam and Eve? <coughs> no, got not that far back. I mean, uh, I mean no, first or second cousins. Like, are, they, uh, uh, are they, is he within kissing range or outside kissing range? <laughs> you said it. In my head, I was like, where do you go here? Fourth, fifth? <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's within kissing range. Um, so or, no, should I say it's the other way? Yeah, it's it is within kissing it's, range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's, he's not close co- cousin. If anything, he's distant. Distant, yes. which is allowable. He's no. South African. He, he's yes. South African. Is he, he is South, no, no he is South African. Uh, oh boy, no references to sandpaper or yeah. <laughs> cheating with cough lollies or the rest of yeah. it. Yeah. No faff, no faff. Mm. Anyway, it takes on Darren Till, um, middleweight fight. I think both coming off a win from memory and both kind of middle of the middleweight division. Um, yeah, trying, try of course, getting back into that – well, enter that conversation with the guys in the top five that are in title fight contention. Yep, so Duplessis beat – Look at his record. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 17-2. and two. He's on a bit of a hot – For – Fifth cousins of Fat Duplessis. <laughs> Twice removed. <laughs> I'm going to go with Drikus. Maybe Drikus. Duplessis. Uh, Not many South African fighters in, in the UFC, Darren which is wild. Uh, two losses there? Two losses. Someone mm. against uh, Whitaker back in well, 2020. Um, Derek a Bronson. And Derek Bronson. A couple of killers. Yeah. yeah. Bronson wrestled in, the shit out of him. So. He's been across the Bellator... No, I don't think he did. I think he's been because yeah, he, he's been training um, Hamzat uh, basically mm. uh, full time. Um, so they've been in that. I just don't think he's had he had had, had something put together. So um, let's see if Darren can uh, get off the rust here a little bit and keep his name in that contention. He hasn't done a lot at middleweight though, unfortunately. He had that no. run at Welter, so we'll see what happens. And we finished by the featherweight battle with uh, Mitchell taking on, how do you say? Uh, Tupuria. Absolute speculation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard of Bryce Mitchell. I've never heard of Ilya Tupuria. Uh, yeah. Sean, any any insights? No, uh, nothing. I just... Uh, featherweight bout. Yeah, I saw Tupuria getting stuck into Paddy the Batty, though, um, mm. in the press conference, which is probably, you know, Big on, like, big, yeah. big on the biggest name in the room. Indeed. That's, that's yeah, I'll Connor, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, not a lot happening there. I don't think – I don't know. You got records there, Jimmy? Hasn't uh, lost. <laughs> four, four fights in the UFC. Um, yeah, he's undefeated. Mm-hmm. And Bryce? Um, Bryce. Making your work over time. Bryce Mitchell's that like real like redneck. Uh, yep. yep. Can you say that? You can say that, yeah. <laughs> I, I can say that? <laughs> I think we all can. Yeah. Well, you definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this? Yeah, going? but we're also not. Re- we're more bogan. We can say bogan. That's what. We're oh, doing. you can say redneck. You can <laughs> yeah. say redneck. If you <laughs> yeah. go for the Queensland Maroons, you <laughs> no, that's bogan. So redneck's just oh, a different settle. species. Settle. We have bogans down yeah. here. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah, they're same, same, but different. We're just a different species. <laughs> uh, it's on the record. I've said redneck. M- right. Mine's slightly brown. 
Back back to his record. Uh, undefeated. Uh, oh, that's fun. Six six wins in the UFC. Um, his first being uh, the Ultimate Fighter. Yep. Um, so he went through there. So we got two undefeateds. Two undefeateds. Yeah. In the featherweight. That's that's really fun to kick off that. Uh, the main card. Yeah. A yeah. really someone mediocre someone. card. Nothing top heavy, but nothing really bad. Yeah. Someone's got to drop their donut in that one. So it's fun. Like my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> Except the other way. Yeah. Uh, and to finish us off, some boxing news. As expected, Tyson Fury wins his fight, cleans up 10th round TKO, dominated throughout. Did you watch this one? I didn't. Uh, Highlights? Uh, I saw only a bit, uh, but from all the accounts that I've saw and everything I read, Piece him up. Piece him up. Dominated as expected. Um, so all the chat now is his fight with uh, Uzjek. Yeah, because mm. yeah. uh, what's he called oh. him? He's, he said he's a short man. He's a no. He's a little he changed his tune a little bit. Like changed his tune a little bit. So there's a quote today. He's just like, um, you know, we used to call uh, Foreman big Foreman, and he it was just the same size. He's bigger than Ali was, bigger than Mike Tyson was. So he, I think you know they've he's now geeing it up as in mm. it's not he's a tiny guy. I'm going to beat the pants off him. He's his promoter's hat's going on. It's like hey, it's going to be a competitive fight. He's a really good do really good boxer. Styles make fights, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think that's what they're angling towards now, which is a unification fight between the two of them. Mm. And I believe Ustek was in the ring post fight as well. That's interesting because yeah. the original Instagram or whatever social media platform it, it was quite scathing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, he was definitely talking him down a lot. Um, Who's got more belts, bro? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. No. Who, well, would you, who would you rather get knocked out in three seconds by? Yeah, true. But hey, then again, he's fought. Either. He beat. How much money am I getting? He, he beat <laughs> yeah, Joshua twice. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Elite, elite. Yeah. Uh, everyone wants to see it. I think it's. Everyone wants to see it. It's, it's what essentially is keeping boxing maybe a, a little bit alive. Yeah, well, it was a. Three horse mm. race for a little while, mm. and Ushik just come up the side and taken all the belts that he wanted, and said, "Hey, I've entered in this conversation. I am as good, if not better, than a lot of those guys." Mm. Um, Tyson, you've probably the, the the best heavyweight in the world at the moment. I want your belt and to prove that I am mm. actually that dude. It'll be so fun to watch because he's so much shorter. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting style matchup. Very technical kind of differences there. So but he, he, he's got one of those head, like he's got like a concrete head kind yeah. of thing. Like. Well, most of the guys he fights in that, that heavyweight division, he's giving some height to. Mm. Um, still beat Joshua twice, so he's probably giving yeah. up an inch. He's and a dangerous. Half he's, he's dangerous. Man. Tyson's a little bit of a different beast because he's a foot taller than everyone else uh, that fights in the heavyweight division. But you drink thirty-eight pints and yeah. you know, not touch the sides. <laughs> So um, I'm looking forward to that. And then I think, what, yeah. Wilder and Ruiz is coming up too. So and Joshua doesn't have a dance partner, I believe. Yeah. yeah, fair. But, yeah, that's oh, there's a, good to have a few extra names in the everywhere division and to build build out that um, it's baddest man on the planet. It's keeping boxing fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, mm. definitely. And that's Esky. That'll wrap us up. That'll wrap us up for the week. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you to those. Get us the cricket scores. Let's have a quick, oh, yes, quick yes. wrap up. Uh, it's probably finished now. We, it'll be well done, but let, let's have a look at how the Aussies finished up. I did see a few Nathan Lyon wickets, uh, maybe a court and bold, um, as that was playing out. Yeah, it's probably high. Oh, no, that shouldn't be still Cam going. Cam Green fucking ripping some in. That looks like they're still going there, really. No, I think I don't think it's still going. It's 
Currently 10.20 Australian Eastern. Still going? Daylight standings. What? Because, <laughs> what is it? Maybe they go to 10, not 9.30 like we thought. Well, yeah, it's 10, no it's nearly, it's going to be 10.30. Should we just watch it? Nah, we, nah. We'll. You see it live. <laughs> it's live, isn't it? I, I, I'm not disputing it's that it's, it's not live. I'm just well, saying, anyway, do we the, continue to... Four for 95. And, yeah, Shannon Paul still in there. Oh, Green must have got a wicket quite recently. How's that? How's those figures? One for 17 off eight balls. Mm-hmm. Mm, interesting. Ooh, yeah. is he going to get another one? Ooh. No. They try and do Dave bas- Warnie's little legs couldn't get him there. This is what happens when you try to do baseball poorly. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, do you want to flick over and get uh, England-Pakistan score as well, and then that will finish us. We can try. Uh, whilst got, you, I've got the score right here. Whilst you're doing do, that, do ha- how does a black IPA go down from Jarvis Bay Brewing Co.? Yeah, it's not bad. It's drinkable. Drinkable? I'll drink it. Enjoyable? Mm. Didn't sound very convinced. Probably give, not for a summer give, session, but... Give us a life. You click the life, bro. Okay, cool. No. Uh, did he get his eighth wicket, by the way? What, what is England all out for 281? Sure. That, that was right on par. Yeah, did he get eight? No. Ahmed? No. Oh, oh, finished uh, seven of 114. Well, that's okay. a, he got a bit, bit of um, stick. So Babarat 43, Pakistan 75 with two down <coughs> currently, and Joe Root is throwing some wrong turners down. So there's there's your second spinner. Joe Root. No, no they, they had to. So they this, this, this is third. Third, <laughs> third Root. Third Root of the day. Root 66. All right, we'll get our last ball in, and then we'll get out of here. Chicago to he LA. Well, that's because of my OCD. That's uh, tw- 20 overs. Two for seventy-five, Pakistan, England. Thank you to those that have subjected themselves to this match, dribble and yarn. <laughs> we'll see you next week, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yep. think everyone's we'll f- in. We'll find something somewhere. And uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a little Christmas episode coming yeah, up. Yeah. We'll do it before yeah. you away, Jimmy. Mm. Another Friday, maybe. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, yeah. We'll yeah. figure it out. Next week we will talk World Cup finals. Yes. Let's yeah. go. We'll talk cricket. We'll talk NFL heading up. We'll talk NBA. Middle of the year, we'll talk mm-hmm. UFC 282. Mm-hmm. Maybe the most mediocre card that we've ever seen. And uh, I think there was one a couple of weeks ago that was worse. Mm. Anyway. Anyways, media, like, <laughs> mediocre not being bad, like just nothing good but nothing shit. Yeah, just like this podcast. <laughs> I'd say more towards the shit side. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, we'll see you um, in a week's time perhaps. Uh, anyone that's gearing up for... Your holidays, Christmas, mm-hmm. um, time off. Hope you're nearly there. Uh, we're, we're close. So close. Keep on, cho- keep on choo-choo choosing. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye.